as I'm looking at my J's right now, it's bringing in a question that I want to ask you, Kari. Um, because I know you're an OG sneakerhead. I'm an OG sneakerhead. Are you a fan of the clear soles and letting them yellow? Or are you one of these new age Air Jordan, I like the icy blue sole kind of guys? Definitely an OG head when it comes to this. I like the yellow soles always. A lot of the retros that come out this, these days, I really don't even like them because they have the icy They're blue They're ruining soles. it with the icy blue sole. The, yeah, I don't like it. The only Jordan that I'll say looks good with the icy blue sole, or maybe two, was the ones that they started it with. The first, the 2011 Concord, I can do the icy blue sole on that. It was already purple. It looked nice. The Columbia... The or what do Ooh. they call it? The the the, true, the Jordan True or some shit like that. Oh God, what's the, the Columbia Blues. Yeah, the Come Columbia on. Blues. But don't you remember they changed the name Legend Blue? Oh my oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> you're right. We can do icy blue on that. Other than that, yeah, because the shoe already blue. But yeah, other than that, I'm not really going for it. I saw a pair of Raging Bull Fives coming out with the icy blue. So what it, are we doing? It ruins it. What are we doing? It takes away from the the overall aspect and originality of the shoe. I don't like it. The DMP 11s are dropping this year. Mm-hmm. Icy Blue Soul. Yep, seen that too. That is nasty work. Oh, Got to get out the shoe game, man. The Jordan game. I'm not really in the Jordan game too much these days. Oh, you're more of a, a Balenci person? <laughs> no. Balenci Yeezy? <laughs> no. Alexander McQueen? <laughs> I be wearing New Balances. <laughs> no, look how the game has changed. It's gotten so much more expensive. Yeah. I can't keep up. No, I, I want to keep up. I can't keep up. Yeah. I don't even want to. <laughs> nah. Give me them $30, $40 joints. Really? Some new balances. See, bro. the thing is. I promise you, I'm good. When I was doing that, it wasn't cool to do it yet. I was doing it till I had new balances in high school. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> new balances aren't $30, $40. What you mean? Yes, they are. Some of them. What new balances are you getting? Let's start the show. <laughs> we've, we've gone into sure, a deep for dive. Sure, for sure. Where are you going to get new balances for $30 or $40? I hit you with the link. They don't bro. sell that at Target. Nah, bro. It'd be online. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's, he's got fakes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, you ready to get going, though? Yes, sir. Let's get to it, man. All right. It's episode 257 of the Rising Grind podcast. Let's do it, y'all. It's Monday. There is, isn't there, Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Let's talk about some music. I was scared for this track to drop, Corey. Mm. Same, man, same. I'm not scared anymore. I'm very pleased, though. Absolutely. Let's get to it. Hanging that nigga cause I got it out the mud Hanging in the family nigga be on blood Screaming for a 12 to the DA and the judge Never been a dog, never been a scrub Four, five, glock, nine, all you want the judge Better than who must be high on them drugs Cooling in the mansion with the bubbles in the tub Heard you want to cover you a bitch you with the stud Say yes nigga don't try me And a lamb I be damned if a nigga try me Get in hand with the fam and a nigga gotta eat Shot a nine, I'm a bus, I'm a treat for a treat Before I bought the lamb I was riding in the jeep 500 horses with a stick on the seat Fuck that nigga he'll fall when it's heat Go against the cold for the dough boy you weak Go against the grain man you know a nigga Cartier frames, I can see a nigga brain Cartier brace, did it match him with the chain Dirt up on my name, and you niggas should be shamed Knock off a boost while I'm throwing up gang Diamonds through loose on this watch in this plane My dog got the juice and no smoking for tame I'm gunning, I'm running 
Shout out to the money, Hussein. Who talking, who telling, Hussein? I'm selling prescription cocaine. She fuck with my pimp and my cane. I'm Michael, I'm not no Jermaine. Yeah. See that shit gon' eat your heart out. Yeah. This is AR sawed off, we a slayer squad. This the bitch you brought up. This a fish we ball out. I eat your heart out. I pull your card out. It's simple, put hoes in this face like it's dimple. New camera, new bop, 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 make it level. He play with me, blowing me, rising my temple. I got millions of rats in my match in my temple. I'm gangster, but with your bitch I get gentle. Wangster, take out your teeth like it's dental. I'm blanking, you eat this Glock, I'm his winners. No, we needed that. <laughs> if we needed a take the fuck these bitches talking about, man? to be hard, it's this. I mean, Cardi B? Who's telling us what? What? Look, ain't no bitch finna front on me. Nah, I'm gonna let y'all get there on y'all's own. I'm gonna let y'all get there on y'all's own. We gotta get going. Sheesh, it's man. episode 257 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We back in this building. It's Monday. Let's stop for a second before we we're gonna get into that track. Absolutely. But what the fuck, Kari? Hey man, that's what we call a display. I was so preoccupied on how big of an album week this was that I had to go check this out last. I should have checked this out first. I checked this out first. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But um, <clears throat> Man, that's what you call just a, you know, we talked about his back being up against the wall, kind of, you know, he wants to go on his solo career. And, you know, we talked about it being like a safe bet, putting mm-hmm. Cardi B on the song with him, but he shined, bro. We said on Thursday, even if it's a safe bet, just because of the fact that we knew Cardi's on it and we knew Cardi was going to kill it, he had to murder this and make this at least some part of his own right. to stand out. Right. Like I said, we're going to get into it more, Yeah, but they do it every fucking time. Job well done. This might be their second or third record out together. Well, you yeah. count motorsports, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Clout. They two for two. Yeah, job well done. Absolutely. And and the cinematics behind it. Let's We'll get into it later. I was to say, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's up, though, man? How you feeling? It's a Monday, a new week. We moving into a new month soon as well. Your birthday month. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling though, brother? Um, I feel great. I feel great. Today's technically July thirty first. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow Tuesday will be August the first. I just feel really good. It was a great weekend. I relaxed. I watched some good fights that we're also gonna get into. Um, took a load off from work, even though it's the first week back. Feel good. Did you figure out when uh, school starts yet? No. <laughs> you just don't give a fuck. Huh? I don't. I, I promise you, Corey, <laughs> I do not give a fuck. Every single day, another kid starts to show up. So, like, the counselors have come in at this point. Um, some of the staff members to get their room ready, to get their um, electronic equipment or computers signed into them. But there was a day last week that the fifth graders that turned into the sixth graders going into middle school, they had their little orientation day. The 11th graders going into 12th grade, this is going to be their senior year, they had their orientation day. So little by little, I've started to see the kids come in. Some of the kids that aren't going to stay, um, <clears throat> maybe they've come to get their transcript, things like that. I've been seeing people come in and out. When y'all niggas get here, y'all will be here. I don't give a fuck what day you show up. I'll be there. You'll be there. Hey, hi. Get where you need to go. You know what I realized, though, as far as not only your district, but the district that we grew up in and just many other districts, they starting school early as fuck this year, I knew what you were about to say. Yes. And the thing is, 
I don't know what the change is because when we first, when we just got out of high school or um, after we had gotten out of high school, maybe the, the first three or four years, it was like they started to go back way later yeah. than they did. Yeah. Now they're going back way earlier than they did. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Me neither. And my only thing I would think that the school year would end earlier, but even last year, a lot of people went deep into May, damn near June. So I'm like, damn, y'all went that late into the school year, and then y'all starting back early, like second week of August. We never started school that that early. We probably wouldn't have gone that deep into June had we we had three or four snow days this I mean, year. Yeah, we we don't. Oh, you talking about this past this past oh, okay, year? Cool, so cool, like, cool. you know how when you go yeah, yeah, too far past the date, you got to come back in and make days up. Right, right. Um, there were some days that we had to come back in and make up because okay. we missed like four days in Texas this year, I believe. A lot of people outside of our area miss many more days than we did. Right, right, right. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense. But yeah, man, I, I just peeped that, you know, riding around. I'm, I'm seeing like the school signs and they like, school start like second week of August. I'm like, bro, what the hell? We, we used to go that. back the last week of August. Last week, bro. We would have that, that next week Labor Day off immediately. We'd Absolutely. We have a, a day out of school. Sometimes we would get to school on that Monday or Tuesday for the first day. And be out that exact same Friday because that week was Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not these days. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird, man. Nah, but how's your week been, Car? You're sitting in Monday. How's Friday, Saturday, Sunday for you? Yeah, man. So um had a great week. Work was uh was a busy, busy overall week. But uh my weekend was good. Obviously, it's it's not Monday yet, but my Saturday was amazing. Stop ruining bro. it for him. Man, they know <laughs> at this point, you know. But Saturday was amazing, bro. I did something new, something different. So it was it was it was date okay. night, right? Okay, okay. I got a surprise date night, right? Look at Kari talking, man, about, man. talking about date night. But look, bro. He doesn't have to hide it. Man, look, we ain't hiding it, but look. Date night consisted of a cooking class. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, he's oh he's man. for real. Oh. oh, he's for real. Oh, God. Something I've never done before. So let me just go. I had to take pictures of this just so I could bring it to the pod so I can let y'all know what we made. The thing is, when I walked into the stew, I saw a packet on the table yeah. that said date night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, I think it's not my business. Right, I'm not right, going right. through it, but yeah, man. But anyways, I'm gonna read it. This is what this is what we made. Pan roasted chicken with wine and herb sauce. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You poured the wine and watch the flames? <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. stupid, man. Grilled asparagus with a caper vinaigrette. Okay. Stupid, man. Then okay. we had a tomato and goat cheese tart. I didn't like that. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. That shit was crazy. Okay. It was a tart, bro, with onions, tomatoes, and goat cheese. And you put it in the oven. It wasn't Was bad. it a dessert? No, nah, this wasn't the dessert. Oh, that sounds like, what kind of salty-ass dessert nah, are you niggas eating? part of the meal. It was crazy. But um, it wasn't bad. But you know me, like, just the consistency and things. Like, I, I really am, am a picky eater. So, like, seeing that... Uh, Basically, a pie full of <clears throat> tomato, onions, and goat cheese. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going for that. But then the dessert, they actually made the dessert for you. Okay. Um, it was like a, a chocolate pot. The cream is what they call it. But it was cool, bro. So it's like 16 people in total. You got- Y'all all had to wear aprons? Aprons. Yeah, I knew it. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm of it in my crazy, head. Crazy, bro. Aprons, 16 people in total. It's four people uh, to each table. So four different tables. Uh, and they really went through like- Showing you the proper ways to hold a knife, teaching you the science behind the knives. Um, you know, you taking turns because you with another group. So that's the only thing. I, if I go back, I want to go back with people I know because it was a it was us two and then another two, right? 
and we gotta like share the shit and we gotta touch the food. You know what I mean? So like that's that's my only thing. They Even, were white. They white, but they, uh, they was cool people. Though. It was two two uh, older white ladies. They had been doing this right. They done it multiple times. They said they really just come just to get the recipes. Do they seem like the type that like when they're at home? They give a piece to the cat and then go back to eating. Nah. Okay. 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 They, they okay. Okay. There was some sweet older ladies. They do a lot of volunteer work at Central Market in the city in okay. Fort Worth. Okay. So they was real nice, bro. And they really like let us do most of the shit. They was like, we we do this all the time. So like they really let us take over. When you mean older, like what's the age range? Kari's trying to be nice 60, and respectful. No, no, no. I'm here to pod, so I'm 60s, already in comedy realm. 60s, 70s. Okay, not fuckable. No, oh, I was there. <laughs> Not at if all. I was there, I'd have like I wouldn't have been like, nah. damn, she thick. Fuck no. <laughs> These are older, like older white retired grandmas. <laughs> okay, no, bro. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm, no, I'm no, sick. No, no, no. <laughs> Fucking sorry, trust target. me. No, <laughs> you did not want these, but they was sweet, bro. Like for real. And then the chef, her name was Molly. Uh, she really put on the show Ooh. for us, bro. <laughs> Molly going crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, man, it was it was cool. Like I said, I had never done anything like that, and I definitely recommend it, bro. So my favorite part about it was the vinegar. See, now I'm going by myself. I'm trying to get some opus in there. Somebody my story. Your mind is off the wall. Sorry, but nah, bro. The uh, the vinaigrette, right? That you put on the asparagus, <laughs> bro, I promise you, I ain't never had some shit this fucking. Really, is it like a red wine vinaigrette? Nah, bro. Oh, we not like, doing Subway. It's not like nah, Subway. Hell, nah, bro. Like balsamic. Nah, bro. It was completely. I'm gonna try to read what it. Uh, so fresh lemon juice, a small shallot. You say they go there all the time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Shut your motherfucking ass up. <laughs> I'm gonna mute your no, mic. No, my bad. Bro. Yeah, you're right. Go back. But nah, bro. It's called a, a caper vinaigrette. Uh, so like Dijon mustard, capers, fresh lemon juice, all type of shit. I don't know bro. what a caper is. It, when I think either, of bro. a caper, I think of robbing <laughs> a nigga's home. pulling a nigga caper on my life. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I say I'm learning shit, learning how to really hold the knife and cut sh- like the vegetables properly, bro. It was, it was a really good time. So that was my Saturday. Had fun with that. Okay. Sunday, um, I'm finally going back to my people's crib to give my mother her car back. I've had this car longer than I expected to. I'm finally giving it back. Is it a bittersweet moment? It is a bittersweet moment, bro. Because yeah, you got to go back and go get your old car back. <sighs> Let me tell you, man. So if you if you know me, I don't like, I mean, I love not having a car note, right? Uh-huh. So obviously at this point, I don't have a car note, <clears throat> but anytime you get something new- you You're going to have to pay something. But you always looking at your, your old shit like, mm. like, Like, damn, <laughs> like, I got this. Damn, you yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the thought is there of getting a new car, absolutely. But you don't want to pay the note. I'm not paying no car note until I have to, bro. But anyways, it's it's a bittersweet moment for sure just because I've been sliding in that damn challenger, bro. But finally going to give it back, seeing my people, they actually getting off a flight uh, from Cancun. Yeah, your parents fly everywhere. Yeah, they go crazy. But anyways, uh, so, yeah, that's going to be my Sunday. Um, and then shit, moving into the week, bro. So, yeah. I feel good though overall, man. Had a great weekend, ready to pod. Like we said, a new month. Okay, okay. Feeling great, brother. All right. Um, are we ready to move into the business? I don't think we have an intro. We got a little topic. I'm gonna ask you a question. Oh, we do. Yeah, it's yeah. still music. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick question. So, as far as like we said, it's it's August now almost. But as far as up until this point, what are some of your favorite projects, albums so far this year? It could be rap, or you could just talk. You know, all genres. In a sense, what's your favorite albums this year? Hmm, my favorite albums this year, I believe to kick the year off was when 
<clears throat> Tyler the Creator dropped the I forgot what the name of the edition was. The to call me if you get lost. lost. The, the estate estate, estate sale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Estate sale edition, something like that. Yeah. Incredible. I'm still sitting at at top tier, um, top tier projects of 2013. Lil Yachty, we got a 23. <laughs> what I say, 13? <laughs> I'd rather be there anyway. <laughs> okay, no I love the music. That yeah, we I'd, got ra- that I'd rather be. Oh my god, we've been playing the hits from that year anyway. Thanks. I'd rather be there. I'm sorry, cool. 2023. Um, the estate sale. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's start here. Lil Yachty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see where else we want to go with it. Don Tolliver. Uh, what's the name of that album? Love Sick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can you think of some other ones that, that I'm missing? Uh, maybe not for you, but so far, like, this summer, the K. Tremine album is really, like, the shit that I've been playing all summer. I mean, Metro Boomin, Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Definitely the, the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who else did we get this year? It shouldn't be like this. You know that, right? We shouldn't have to scramble. And the names that we're saying shouldn't be the biggest fucking names of the year, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. R&B, Masego dropped a nice little tape as well that I loved earlier in this year. But uh, yeah, rap, man, it, ain't, it just ain't been too much. You said it. I mean, I haven't heard the project all the way through. The The guy said it. Uh-huh. He's just saying Gunna. Oh yeah, I, how could I forget that? Yeah, I haven't heard yeah, the yeah. project all the way through, yeah. but I mean, no doubt, it's bro. not hard to believe the way that it's been received by by the audience. Yeah, um, I've said this before. I believe on the pod. If not, I'll say it again. Gunna has the hottest rap album out right now. It's just not even a question. Like no, it's no, it's no debate, bro. Like from production to replay value to the flow, that nigga has the hottest shit out right now. Take the cheese dick at you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> The cheese dick is nasty, <laughs> bro. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, but the only thing that I will say to that, while I do think it's wild that he, his his records are still ringing um, with what's going on, if this wasn't going on, he would have the hottest album out anyway. Yeah, he would have went number one. If I we think, if we think about Gunna and who he is in 2021 and before mm-hmm. or before the arrest. If he drops a project, it's going to be the hottest project of the year anyway. No doubt. No doubt. It's just, just <clears> like you said, the the message behind it, people try to ignore the fact that it's really hidden, but it's like, bro, it is what it is. Business is business. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I haven't <laughs> heard it. And I know it's I know it's hidden because- yeah, It's shit hidden for real. It's, it's getting around. Mm-hmm. Um, But it, this is not a good year, Corey. It's not. We're in July. We're let's fuck it. Let's fuck it. We're <laughs> let's in <fuck> August. <laughs> let's fuck it. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that was should have been like let's comma fuck it. Or or it's one of those like if you're reading a book yeah. and you knew they were saying something different, so you got dash dash. Yeah, yeah. That was let's dash dash <laughs> fuck it. Right. All right. I'm following you. <clears throat> this has just been a horrible music, like a horrible hip hop. Rap music year. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something in store from August to December that there isn't. You got the third quarter, which is Drake, 21 Savage, Offset Quavo. Well, Quavo drops. Are we in the third quarter yet? Uh, Yeah. Yep. Um, You got Offset 
Quavo, Drake, 21 Savage, maybe Kanye West. Not gonna lie, the Kanye West sounds good. Mm. <laughs> of course. I'm not gonna lie. The Drake sounds good. Yeah, but the Drake, 21 Savage sounds good. Drake might not be rapped though. That's the only thing. But regardless, I, I I'm following you. We need it though, regardless of whatever it is. Drake's probably not gonna be rapped. I don't care. Shit. Whether it is or not, like we just need it at this point. <laughs> it don't even fucking matter. Because we're big rap fans, but I'm not gonna lie to you. 21 Savage's product doesn't make too much of a dent in 2023. Think so? That project is going to be incredible, but because of his quiet MO, it's not going to make much noise. Yeah, he doesn't, he don't have a lot of star power as far as like. He does because he's 21. Right, right. But, but he's, as far as like topping the charts and really like. He doesn't give a fuck about being all in your face and in the media. Exactly. Um, being recognized as having the best project of the year. That's not something like he really shoots for when he makes his project. But because he's with Drake, because he's on this tour, could you see could you see 21 Savage going on a very superstar-like rollout this year? Yeah, he's on it. I, uh, damn near, but yeah, man. And I, it's time. You know, we've been saying for the last one to two years how great of a rapper he has become. So now it's time for his project to follow that. You know what I mean? I think so, it followed that with I Am Greater Than I Was. Now, Savage was Mode 2. That was a start, though. That was a start. And then he dropped, what was it, Savage Mode 2 or with, uh, with Metro? Yeah. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't like that album. Savage Mode 2? Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that's, I don't. That's, that's my point. Like, and it's a it's the comp with him and Metro. He needs to stand and I love, alone. I love 21. Well, you know, 21 and, and Metro is like. It's forever. I know. But I'm saying, like, we don't need a Savage Mode. We need a I Am I Was, like, something like that. What was the one he did before that? When he went completely different with the FaceTime song on there. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of that one either. Pink one, though. It's pink and like, what is that? It was like, it's a, it's an album. It's an album. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's when he really started expanding and showing different sides of his um, his artistry. I'm too drunk, thanks, so can we FaceTime. <laughs> that's your art. Nah, that shit's hard. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. We probably we never played that song on the pod. Yeah, <clears throat> we need to probably shit. Or something from that album. It was all right. You say you didn't really like it too much? Uh, the only ones I really liked was FaceTime and Bank Account and Famous. I forgot Bank Account was on there. It's crazy. Damn, 2017 was so different. It was really a blur. That year was a fucking blur. I know, but... Shout out drugs. <sighs> <laughs> Shout out drugs. Um, <clears throat> he would have to have an album... This stack full of hits to do it. We're still on 21? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. If there's any album in his his timeline or in his career's order that you get 15 to 20 songs stack full of hits, it's this next one. He's never been upon a more anticipated release like this one. That's what I was saying earlier, getting at like, Cause you mentioned like I am I was, you know, that's where he really started to show how good of a rapper he is. But I said that was just the start. Then you get Savage Mode, you get her loss, everything that he's done with Drake. But now at this point, it's not just us that's saying he's a great rapper. He's getting that respect from his peers, from other fans. So now it's time for him to drop an album that proves and shows that. And on top of that, he's the biggest he's ever fucking been. Yep. Now, like with with Savage Mode 2 dropping, 
you could argue that when it's an album and and things like that before, like that he had more shine and that he was in the limelight more. This nigga's bigger than double XL freshman 21 Savage right now. This is the f- the most popular and famous and acclaimed and sought after 21 has ever fucking been. He could drop a star-studded album. He doesn't even need the Avengers. This could be like an what we were waiting on for Travis, like an Astroworld, this could be his crowning achievement year. Because we uh, yeah. because we've had great albums from 21 Savage, but we haven't had that one yet. Exactly. He's Ooh, I like it when we know there's an artist that's yet to drop that one. He hasn't dropped that yet. Mm-hmm. Another thing, like like Lil Yachty, we had Let's Start Here. He ain't dropped that one yet. I love knowing that there's artists that haven't gone into their prime yet. We got a little hope, Kari. Ah! <laughs> We're not done here yet. We're creating this shit ourselves, though. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> We're going to be let down. <laughs> We're going to be so let down, bro. Yo, what's your deal? Don't get your hopes up, bro. Why? What is your deal, man? <laughs> man, I'm just being realistic here. I'm the logic, logical person. Nah, here, but like. with Lil, with Lil Yachty, who am I talking about? With Lil Yachty for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And 21, I expect this next year to be great. I'm really just talking. But, um, you know, just this year, man, it's been hard to get my hopes up for many things because I get let down. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's sad. <laughs> I, get, I get let down with every release, bro. It'd be... It'd be sick to a point. Bro. Every fucking release this year, Corey, Dude. besides the ones that I just talked about. And I'm going to lie to you. Even the ones I just talked about might not be the best album from that artist. Yeah. Like Don Tolliver. I like Don Tolliver's last album better than I like this yeah, one. Yeah, Life of a Don. It was definitely crazy. It just happens to be the best out this year. Yeah. And... With Don, this is another thing. I love Don. I respect him, but I wasn't expecting him to have my favorite project of the year. So the fact that it was so good, I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Same thing with Yachty. We didn't know what that alternative album was going to sound like, but because I didn't have my hopes up, I was like, oh, shit, this is nice. But every time I expect something from somebody, like the greatest, like Dirk, Jack Harlow came out this year. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi came out this year. We're going to talk about Travis Scott as well. Like when I'm expecting... Expecting the grace to be great, I get fucking let down. Are you saying that you weren't feeling Travis Scott's album? Ah, we'll get to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> how many album? I mean, how many tracks from that Louis Vert album are you still playing back? None, honestly. But if I have to choose, maybe four. Okay, three, four, five, maybe. I'm not playing any back right now. Yeah, I, Mama, I'm sorry it'll get played back, but haven't yeah. been playing them back. The patience with Don Tolliver, that was like my favorite one. Okay. But I, yeah, I haven't listened to Uzi really since that second week it came out. I tried to go back. Remember we talked? I said, I'm going to go back and play those other songs and see if I like it. All of the like rock techno songs, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I can't I can't rock with it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't gone back. I haven't even you, gone back. not missing nothing. <clears throat> oh, I know. I heard it the first time. <laughs> You're not missing I heard it the first bro. time. I miss nothing at all. But without further ado, guys, I don't want to hold it up too much longer. Are you ready to get into the music? Because we got albums to talk. Yes, sir. So like we were just talking about Travis Scott. Let's go ahead and start there. Utopia came out over the weekend. The most highly anticipated album of the year. Really? I mean, of course, we only had this year to look forward to. But of the decade so far, really, because... We were coming off of Astroworld in 2018 with everything that's even dropped in the last 
three years, I will still say that Travis Scott had the most anticipated album out of everything. Yeah, yeah, so far. I can I can agree with that. The only other thing probably would have been Pink Tape. Kendrick Lamar too, Mr. Morale. You're, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. But in today's age, Travis Scott's album was more highly anticipated than Kendrick Lamar's. Yeah. <clears throat> he put out a slew of songs, just like you guys expected. The album was called Utopia. He almost had a rodeo-ish type of cover to it. Mm-hmm. We got 19 songs. I'm going to just go ahead and start out, Corey. Go ahead, man. I'll follow up. We didn't expect this to be anything like World. We knew it was going to be different. From track one, it was different. I listened to this about four times, Corey. Three or four times. All the way through. I can't get it. I can't get into it, Corey. Mm-hmm. When we when we get to or when we go track one, you start with hyena, the intro. When you hear the voice before you hear the music drop, you get excited. Because you're like, oh shit. Here we go. Here we go. He's track about to one. take us on a wild ass fucking ride. Yep, yep. Then he breaks into this beat I would have never wanted to hear Travis <laughs> Scott on. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, the intro beat doesn't switch. I was expecting the intro beat to switch. Everybody switches beats on the intro, Corey. Mm-hmm. Even on Stargazing, it's switched on World. But I'm not expecting it to be like World. We get to track two. I don't like it, Corey. We get to track three. I don't like it. Track four gives me one of my favorite, probably my favorite track on the album. It's called My Eyes. Yeah, there's a top three for sure. Yeah, there's a couple more on there. But, Corey, we go to track five. I don't like it. Track six, I don't like it. Track seven, you get the Drake feature. And the Drake feature is the only reason I like it. Yeah. You get to track eight, I don't like it. We get to track nine, Beyonce feature. (laughs) I like track nine. Yeah, yeah, hit boy on there too. Track 10 all the way through 19, then I like them. But they're not outstanding tracks, Corey. Yeah, that's my biggest argument. Uh, I've only heard it twice all the way through. Good music. It's not outstanding. Nothing st- stood out or stuck with me. Like, yeah, Astro World. So in pre production, guys, we went through every track on Astro World and pretty much ranked them. And there was, there was not one song we said that was just good. It was either outstanding or great, right? We did the same thing on these tracks, and it wasn't the same. There was nothing that stood out to me off of first listen and my second listen. The first listen, this what really had me disappointed. It wasn't one song until the very end, Telekinesis, number 18, that I played over. through My first time listening through, I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay, next song. You know, usually when... Somebody as big as Travis Scott, as great as Travis Scott, when they drop a project, you're going through it the first time, you're probably going to run one back, right, on repeat. Maybe that's just me. I've done it with every project up until this point, right? I didn't do that until the end of the the album. So that was one thing. And then, man, like I said, there's just, there's nothing that stands out. I understand the, I think this is the most experimental he's been ever in his career. I don't. But outside of that, bro, 
I'm like, Travis, I, I don't know about this. It's not Utopia is not not sitting with me right now. I don't I don't understand it. Maybe I'm missing something. To the point that you're saying without standing and standing out, nothing stood out on rodeo, on birds in the trap singing night, on Astral World, there was at least one song. Of course, I mean, there were 10 to 15, every song on those albums. It's. <laughs> that when you heard it for the first time, the first key. It was magical. The bro. first note yeah. in the first two seconds, you wanted to start the song over then. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. There wasn't one song, one through 19 on the album that I heard from the very beginning. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to make myself so, like I had to make myself like even the ones that I do like. Yep. I, I'm going back through the old albums, Corey. <clears throat> I'll start with Birds in a Trap, Sing McKnight, just because I won't do every single album. The Ends is number one. Way back, coordinate through the night or through the late night. Beebs in a Trap, the SDP interlude. It's not a miss yet. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Outside, not a miss yet. Goosebumps, first take, pick up the phone, mm-hmm. lose, guidance, <laughs> wonderful. Not, not a miss yet. Songs that you will replay off of the first listen. Every I promise you. Fucking exactly. track. The only reason why I hadn't, I didn't start with rodeo. Number one, I didn't have. I mean, I don't want to go through all of them. Number two, we already know there's no skips on on rodeo. Right, let's be real. Astro World, I mean, this speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Stargazing, number one. Carousel featuring Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. two. We got Sicko Mode, third. And you didn't need him to diss Pharrell and Pusha T or anybody else know, in it bro. for it to make news. This was just a bona fide hit. Yep. Four, rest in peace, screw. We take it slow. <laughs> Five. Stop trying to be God. <laughs> Six, no bystanders featuring Sway Lee. The party never ends. Mm-hmm. Skeletons, number seven. Number eight, wake up. The weekend. Number nine, five percent tent. Ooh. Doom, doom, doom. Number 10, NC 17. Number 11, Astro Thunder. Those are the only ones, maybe another, maybe one more track. On this album that I will say those are great and not just super fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. But they're still amazing. We go on to number 12, Yosemite. Know what that did. That was the first hit. That was yeah. the first social media hit from the album. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. We can't, we can't hear now. <laughs> <laughs> then they upped the nigga vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Travis didn't want you niggas to hear him. <laughs> right. Fuck. <laughs> 13, can't say. We came in with Can't Say Last Pie. Yes, sir. Don Tolliver. Who, what? The only other one that I'll say is probably a great one, not one of the, the star-studded hits. Yeah, me goes on that one. 15, Butterfly Effect. Come on. 16, Houston Fornication. Outro, Coffee Bean. One of the greatest songs he's ever put out. Then we move to this 19-track album. I know we're only three days in, Corey. Exactly. And I and I, I wanted to say that as well. I know my opinion is premature. I know it's only three days. But still. I knew Astro World was one of the greatest albums I ever heard. 
after the first listen. Yep. We knew about Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, after that first ride around in the car back in 2016. Yes, sir. High, off. High as a kite. High as a kite. <laughs> Beebs in the trap. Then we went to the trap. <laughs> we had shit to lose. Facts. <laughs> we knew it off first listen. I knew after the singles came out on Rodeo that that shit was going to be bona fide. It was a bona fide hit. I've heard this album four times. My music, psyche, and conscious is better and sharper than it was back then. It's better than it's ever been. Absolutely. I've got expensive taste with music these days. I only fuck with good music. Mm -hmm. I'm like Kanye West. I fuck with good music. <laughs> See what you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm witty. <laughs> I'm witty. Four listens and this gets this gets a C plus. Ooh. B minus Ooh. at the most. The that's like, imagine when you're in school and you get a bad grade or a C minus, something like that, C plus, but then your teacher puts a curve on it and it gives you a B minus, maybe. Round up. Nigga, this album gets a B minus with the curve on it. Uh, I had said I think this is the most experimental he's been. You disagree? What what, what album would you say is the most he's been? The most experimental I've ever seen him go would probably be. It'd have to be Rodeo, Rodeo or the Huncho Jack Jack Huncho. Okay, but I'm not counting that. I'm counting his his. Studio. Solo, yeah, right, solo, solo studio albums. Okay. Um, I just think for this one, Utopia, the reason why I say that is because um, I think this is the most experimental he's been since Birds in the Trap as well. But I think this one is just the most experimental as far as trying new sounds. He sounds more mature on a lot of tracks. Older, obviously. And then I know this, this shit that happened with the last concert and how that shit just derailed, almost derailed his entire career. But uh, that's the reason why I say it. Like, the, the different sounds... There's songs where it's like three songs in one, beat changes, different flows. Um, it's basically Yeezus 2.0. That's why I said like... Yeah, that's where I was headed next. Don't worry. My, I know my opinion is premature. And, you know, we talk about that Yeezus effect all the time, how you had to appreciate it later. But like with this one, man, and it just goes back to what I said before, like you expect so much from artists sometimes. And it's like, damn, maybe we got to start... Or stop putting such a high expectation on him. And then the last thing I want to say that Drake feature meltdown. Um, I get it, bro. It's Drake, but um, that shit wasn't even all that to me. First off, like the dissing, I fucking hate how we have to continue to diss on niggas' albums, and it don't even be that hot. The verse really ain't even. That's all that. why they use the diss for the album feature because they mm. know that fucking shit ain't hot like that. So and they know it's going to make news the night of the drop. Right. And the only nigga that does this corny, stupid, goofy-ass shit is Drake. I know. It's annoying, bro. He hopped on... Like, you remember when he hopped on... Um, a couple years ago, he hopped on the No Stylist with French Montana. Yeah. I, my baba don't wear no 350s around me. Mm -hmm. He hopped on the Trippy Red track um, just before CLB came out. I mean, even on Astroworld. Uh, on Sycamore checks over stripes. Ah, <laughs> so like I he, forgot about that. He continues that. to do it, which I mean, I get it. But at this point, bro, this so-called beef is like five years it's now. It's fried. It's the like, egg bro, that is shit fucking is over. Fried, 
hard. So nigga. I, I get I get tired of hearing that shit, bro. Then you bring Pharrell in at this time. I'm like, bro. What I will say, Corey, when I heard this for the first time, I went, oh, y'all pissed Drake the fuck off. He was angry, right? Drake, Drake was angry. Was mad <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, he was angry. Now, what I was saying, this is a good, this is a good verse. I'm not gonna lie. That's cool. cool. Nah, Car, you can't do that just because you don't like the fucking diss. Look, no, it's not even that. Like, it just ain't all that to me. What I will say is, I grew up on Pharrell so hard, I took disrespect to the the Pharrell diss. Right. But what I will say, Kari, no, nah, that nigga was rapping angry. He was mad as fuck. He's back on the Pusha T shit. Uh, he he started with a diss at Pusha T, but it was a Kanye. Um, it was another little Kanye diss. He said, "Yo, I melted down all of the chains that your boss got me. Fuck all that. Fuck all the inheritance shit." <laughs> disrespectful. Disrespectful as a motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Then he moves on. He said, "Yo." Ever since Virgil, basically in a nutshell, he said, ever since Virgil died, everybody that's anybody done put that Louis Vuitton up, nigga. We ain't even wearing that shit. That that was hard. I ain't gonna lie. Kari. You, them, them niggas scared of the six? <laughs> no, no. Niggas not scared of the six. <laughs> that would be on my point. I'm like, it's still Aubrey Drake that we talking about here, guys. The, like, last, the last bar was hard, though. I'm not gonna do shit. About how... Um, y- y'all lucky that, that Vogue was suing his ass or he would have yeah. showed up to that, that little funky ass LV show out mm-hmm. in Paris, nigga. <laughs> hey, you lucky, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his shit off, bro. But at the same time, I just get annoyed with this shit, man. Like, just rap about something else, Dre. I don't give a damn about you and Pusha T no more. That shit dead. Kari, I'm about to bring in, I'm about to bring in the Yeezus versus. Or not, the, not even the Yeezus versus, the Yeezus influence. Okay. I am a guy, Jesus, Kanye. We don't even need to really, I mean, get into the verses. This is Modern Jam, Travis Scott. That sound, that sound anywhere near the same to you, Kari? Or probably exactly? Yeah, man, I hear it. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely hear it. This is Black Skinhead, Kanye West. You know this one. It's a hit. Absolutely. Let's try Circus Maximus, Travis Scott. Okay, that doesn't sound the same. Shout out to Abel. (laughs) That one was a remake. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) He remade the entire song. What I said in pre-production is the only reason why I give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt on this is that you know that nigga was around creating Yeezus. Uh, uh... I feel like Ye was in the studio with that nigga on this one <laughs> for Utopia. But yeah, the influence is obvious, but like he took it to a whole nother level on this one, bro. It's just like damn, like he damn near recreated he, the songs. Jesus, bro. Like I said, this is damn near Yeezus 2.0, like for real. And maybe we should be looking at it like Yeezus. See? 
And I, I think piece that. that when you come back in a couple years, you'd be like, damn, bro, he shifted the game, nigga. Yeah, we'll see. It's just like, did, does did Travis Scott need to be the guy to do that right now with Utopia and how anticipated? We just talked about earlier, this is so far of this decade, the most anticipated album. Did he need to shift the culture with this one? No. This year, I'm sorry. None of you niggas need to be trying to shift the culture in 2023. I get being a career-defining artist or a generation-defining artist. The game is struggling so much that all niggas need to do is pull it together and hone the fuck in. All this experimental take-the-game-somewhere-else type shit, do that next year or do it when we're stronger. Hip-hop needs to be hip-hop because there ain't no hip-hop going on right now. The words right from me, bro. Literally. That's why I, that's my thing with Travis Scott. I don't think we needed him to to push us forward with this one. Kanye could do that 10 years ago because there were so many niggas doing regular rap. Utopia was supposed to be the greatest rap shit we've heard. You know what I mean? And it ain't it ain't that. You when you think of fuck the album, fuck music. When you think of Utopia, the name Utopia, it stands for basically absolute perfect society something that is 150 percent perfect i don't know if you guys have ever heard of like people talking about living in utopia or building a utopia it's building a a a perfect community right this was supposed to be perfect It, it might not have had to be anything like astral world or anything like birds in the trap or anything like Rodeo. Nothing like Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho. <laughs> it needed to be perfect, though. You cannot do this coming off of the greatest album of your career. We're, we're getting to a point in time where we see a lot of artists put out the greatest project they've ever put out, and the next year, it's not like that. We didn't have artists back in the day do shit like that. Of course, we had better A&Ring because A&R is not shit today. It's all based off of social media. Um, There's probably more quality control. Artist development existed back then. But yeah. um, it was more consistency in the game back then. I know what you're getting at. Imagine, I always go back to my favorite artist. Imagine... Yay putting out graduation and then shitting the bed next episode. Or putting out 808s and shitting the bed next episode. Imagine Wayne putting out Carter 2 or Carter 3 and then shitting the fucking bed. It just didn't happen. It just Drake putting out Take Care or Nothing Was the Same and then just shits the fucking bed. It just didn't happen, bro. It just didn't happen. Yeah. That's why I say it was more consistency from the artists in the game. The biggest artists. 50 took a step down from the massacre to Curtis. He didn't shit the fucking bed. Right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, man. When you think of... Bro, Roddy put out the box, nigga. Yeah. And then... then, Yeah, I was going to say. And then wrapped the entire album in... And please excuse me for being antisocial. And shit the bed. Mm -hmm. His sophomore album. Bryson Taylor. Shit the bed. This goes on. 
You can't be this high up and shit the bed. <clears throat> Michael Jackson would have never shit the bed like this. <laughs> Come on now, King of Pop. I'm I'm pissed, Kari. <laughs> Y'all saying I wasn't even this pissed coming in. <laughs> but we don't talk this much. We try our we best try, yeah, to not, not talk music before so we can give it all during the recording. This is my first time having a true dialogue about this album. I'm pissed off now. Yep. Imagine how I felt playing it. Now I say the first time hearing it through, I was pissed off. He didn't already posted pictures back in the studio. Travis, get the fuck out the studio. <laughs> he back in the studio? Yes. We better not get no fucking <laughs> deluxe, bro. I swear to God. And you better not give me a deluxe stack full of amazing tracks. Because then I'm going to be even more pissed off. Yeah. Hey, guys. The Thursday combo that I told y'all we were going to have to have today, if this album stacked up, we don't need to have it. <laughs> we don't need to have it. His shit ain't flawless no more. <laughs> we don't need to have it. Oh, man. That hurts. That hurts. Maybe music has gotten or rap music got so fucking good that our expectations are just out of this world now. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think about maybe we've heard niggas sauce the beat up and play with the keys so well and give us so many double and triple entendres that it's too fucking tough for niggas to beat our expectations. <laughs> That's fair. But at the same time, I don't want to give these niggas excuses. They're the greatest fucking artists in the world. We don't give sports figures excuses. When you lose, you lose. You come back, you work on your craft and you get better. I know. I'm just I'm I know I'm not even I'm not even trying to give benefit of the doubt. Looking at, at Astro World at the works, those last three works, bro, imagine trying to do better. <laughs> imagine mm. trying to do better than now. You had five years. Yeah. He should have done better than this. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Five years? Know. Yeah, I don't know. And we I don't know. Would this album would have <laughs> would this have sounded better in twenty twenty one? The same one through nineteen. Would this have sounded better right after Astro World? No, it might have so. sounded worse. Yeah, I don't think so. The anticipation and the long haul of a wait might have given him even more of an edge because if he dropped this right after Astro World, two years after, I probably definitely would have called this a bed shitting. <laughs> <laughs> that boy shat. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, bro. It's tough, man. It's tough. But like, like I said, premature. I'm still standing strong on what I said, but I know it's premature. Two listens. I'm going to continue to listen to this because I want to feel it. I want it to hit me. I want me shit too. to stand out. Me too. So I'm going to play this over and over and over and over. And we'll come back Thursday. We'll, we'll talk it again. We'll see how we feel. But Damn, as of bro. right now, bro, it's just it's not sticking with me. And again, maybe it was the expectations that we put on it. Maybe it was because these guys have gotten to the point they've created their best shit and they can't go further. I don't know what it is. I just expected more from Travis Scott on Utopia. And at this point in time, July 31st, episode 257 of the Raws and Grind podcast is just not sitting with me, man. Yeah, as of right now, episode 257 of the Rising Grind podcast, I am disappointed with this album. Yeah. I am too. You want to move on to the sales though? The anticipated sales that he's supposed to Oh, hit? he didn't disappoint. Travis is still Travis when yeah. it comes to his popularity and him being an A-list star. Yeah, that's never in question. He is on pace to sell 525,000 the first week. 275 of those 
being actual sales. I believe the other 250, something like that, are uh, they're going to be bundles. Okay. Shit, 275, though. That's different. We got our savior. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Kari. I need a nigga to come through and pause. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need a rapper to come around in 2023 and give us sales and put the proof in the pudding. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the sales. Fuck sales. Yeah. I need somebody in this rap game to come through and drop the best album of the year lyrically. Yeah, rap. With hits. Yes. Make it worth our while. I just need a rap album that's just, you know, rap. <laughs> Everybody like want to do all this experimental, alternative, pop. I wish the radio was still around. Maybe that's affecting it, bro. Honestly. Yeah, none of you niggas even like. They don't are, even make songs for the radio. This, this is all. A lot of Travis Scott shit as well. It's going to sound good at his concerts. Yeah, it's not. Nigga, that, nobody was playing this shit on the radio. Exactly. So that's another thing. We don't make songs for that no more. A lot of artists make songs just so they can play them in concert. That sucks because the radio tracks are your catchier tunes. They're the ones that get your, your listeners excited for your album. And those are your hit records. Yeah, they carry the album. You know, after the first week release, you have those singles that carry it and make it last, you know, weeks after the release date. Do we, we sound we just old? don't have that. I don't give a fuck. Shit, <laughs> maybe. I don't think we sound old, bro. I just think, you know, maybe the landscape of the game is really changing and we just ain't ready to accept that yet. I say that. I don't think we just old. Like, this shit has proven time after time that it works. You put out songs that are hits for the radio or for social media, and it'll help your album. This ain't, it's just like an old fucking proven track record. You know what I'm saying? It's worked time after time after time. Why would you change it up? Everybody want to be so different and go different routes and go left, go right. This shit works. Just do it this way. Your favorite rapper would say otherwise. That nigga, that nigga hate a radio. <laughs> that nigga hate a radio. He don't, he don't count. He didn't want one from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That nigga was trying to tell Jay, look, I'm trying to tell y'all, I don't need one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he don't count. I'm talking about the newer artists. Yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. Kendrick, Drake, niggas like that don't fucking matter. If you were around from the radio era, like, uh, come on now. Yeah, yeah. But they had to do it. We know. But like once they got to the point of realizing like this shit really ain't needed for us, they stopped. But like other they artists, just stopped like one album ago though. Who? Even our greats. Oh yeah. yeah. Like if you think about damn stack full of radio hits. If you think about True. um Kod stacked full of radio hits, yeah. full of them. A lot of eighty eight oh eights. Full of them. Trap beats. He was on, yeah, he did that on purpose. Exactly, like, I know. He was in you niggas' heads. Yeah, yeah. The same shit we talked about last pod, like, if I want to drop the perfect album for you niggas. I could do it. Was that was that J. Cole's, like, hey, I just formulated the perfect album on yeah. you niggas? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he did it. On, he even said that's, that's why he say, did it. K.O.D., the, the three different meanings behind it, he dropped it on 420. Like, this nigga was super smart with that shit. He did all of that on purpose. So the radio hits was on purpose. The trap beats, the 808s was on purpose. The drums on every... It's drums on every beat on that fucking album, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, you did all that shit on purpose. But That's yeah. fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't think we old, though. I just think, you know, 
I think we appreciate the craft so much that we want to see it work. I want Travis Scott to have an amazing album. I want to feel the album. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hating at all. I'm just being real. This is going to sound so haterish. I want I want an artist one day that just he's just going to give us what we want. Fuck fuck the music. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the music that nigga want to make. He makes one or two albums of what he wants to make. He realized that's what we like and we get what we like forever. And just make the same shit. That's what Roddy should have did. Roddy should have made another antisocial. He wanted to be the greatest rapper ever. It wasn't time yet, yeah. Roddy. <laughs> Some niggas like try to take that no. route towards the greatest rapper ever and no. realize they should have never done that shit. He should have gave us another antisocial. We needed yeah. another the box. Just fit in. Just <laughs> play should, your part. Yeah. Just play your fucking part. Shit, Not bro. everybody can be Michael Jordan. Yeah, man. Money man figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love that nigga, man. You got to play your goddamn role. All my life. For real, man. Some niggas have figured that out. Some of you niggas are still chasing that ladder towards the top. Yeah. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Shit. <clears throat> are you ready to go on, though? Yes, sir. Next album that we had also came out on Friday, Post Malone, Austin. A full pop album. A full pop album. 17 tracks worth. 52 minutes. Um... This is pretty much everything that I expected from this album. I'm true. not going to lie. Minus minus um, the same thing with Travis. Minus the hits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was um, experimental post. This was guitar posty. Like, there's no rap. It's all pop. But at the same time, like I said um, a little bit about Travis, I appreciate uh, Post Malone like trying something different. It, it ain't my favorite. I'll take this from Post. Yeah, I, I accept this. You know we, what I'm saying? We've heard this this post exactly, before exactly. we saw the angle he was going, right. and we knew we were getting an album full of this. It makes sense for him to drop this, right? Absolutely. It's not like he snuck this on us. And in our time, we're rapid. It makes sense for post. When we saw the two music videos, he's mm-hmm. dancing, he's skinnier, his hair's mm-hmm. cut. Oh, he's going in a totally different direction. Yep. It's not rap. We we see the album on platforms before it's out that says pop, yep. we knew. The singles that he put out, those three singles were all pop. We knew. He let us know. So <laughs> with that, I, fuck with I it. was okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Post, for letting us know. No cap, no cap. Shit. But um, so far, only one listen. Travis should have been like, y'all ain't gonna like this. Nah, for real. <laughs> only one listen through on this one. Uh, but I like it, man. It's some. It's three songs I like right now that's hitting. Track number two, Something Real. Track number 11, Hold My Breath. And track number 12, Enough Is Enough. I really like those songs. Uh, but like I said, this is just guitar posty. This is this is him being honest as well. Like, I appreciate this music from Post, bro. Like, I don't know what it is. It ain't, it ain't my favorite. I got to listen to it more. But I think... As I continue to go back and play this, I'm going to like it even more. Me too, because I'm an alternative slash pop music fan. It doesn't have to be rap, 808s, 909s, high hits. I don't need that for it to be good music. Post doesn't either. And he tried to tell y'all niggas <laughs> that y'all don't need it to be good music either. That's why y'all niggas hate him. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you right? No. Okay. He was not right. He All said right. when you're when you're down or when you're hurt, don't listen to rap. He said listen to Bob Dylan. Oh, I love yeah, Bob that's Dylan. Fucking crazy post. Love Bob Dylan, greatest songwriter. But um, no. Yeah. <clears throat> that was wild. Some of my favorite ones, like you said, something real. Um, enough is enough. And the standout, the lead single from this album. After hearing all of this together, seventeen tracks total. Overdrive sounds so good. 
in the mix of this. And when I heard it in the album, or once I finished the album up, I started to realize, which was kind of a bummer for me, it's like, holy shit, he dropped Overdrive as the lead single because it's the best song he's got. <laughs> now, I know you said there were some other tracks you like more. Mm-hmm. For me, when you put together the elements that makes a good song or a hit song, that's Overdrive. And that's the only one on the album that he's got like that. So while I am going to keep playing this, I do think after listen and listen again, I'm going to find my tracks and I'm going to enjoy this album in total. Um, Post Malone is on a steady decline. We had, I'm trying to think of the album that came out before 12 Carat Toothache. Hollywood's, Hollywood's Bleeding was, was just good. <clears throat> Stony, amazing. Beer Bongs and Bentley, pinnacle. Oh my he reached his pinnacle at Beer Bongs and Bentley's. Hollywood's Bleeding, uh, pretty good. 12 Carat Toothache, that's trash. This isn't rap, so I can't say that it's, you know, just keeps going down. Maybe it's a little step up, but it's not rap. So I'm, I'm just placing this somewhere completely different. Right. Maybe it's, maybe it's done for post. <laughs> Do you think after this he goes back to rap, or does he just continue with the pop? Maybe even alternative route now. I think it's gonna be a while now before you get any more music from Post Malone. You might not hear. I don't know if he goes back to rap. He probably will, but you probably won't hear from Post Malone for the next five years. Damn, five. I mean, um, I definitely, I can agree that he's going to go away. I don't know about five years. That's tough, but... um, He's already changed his genre. Yeah. He's got a monkey on his back because everybody thinks he's on drugs. He has some alcohol issues to clear up, and he started a family, Corey. Okay. And he has given us four projects in the last five years. So I can definitely see him going away. But uh, if it's five years, it's five years. But he, he needs to take some time. I even said this after Beer Bones. It was the greatest album he's put out. And then he came back the very next year with um, Hollywood's Bleeding. Hollywood's Bleeding. It was just like, why? You know? And it wasn't bad. I like Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah, me too. But it was just like, why? You didn't need to. You put out the greatest... Astroworld came out that year, obviously. We're going to always give that. Cardi B came out that year as well. But Post Malone was right there when we talk about the greatest album that came out that year. It was like, yeah, why, and why not wait? Um, Astroworld wasn't anywhere near Cardi B and Post Malone as it pertained to sales in 2018. I don't even know if Cardi B was on top of... Post Malone's probably Beer Bongs, I think, had the highest selling album of that year. He he had no business dropping an album that next year, but are you saying we didn't need that album? Hollywood's Bleeding? Not the very next year. Okay. Okay. I I thought you were saying like we could have just scrapped that album. No, 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 no. Because he, I I like Hey, I was saying, hey, hey, hey. I I really like that album. We're going to go with the last three. We need that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if we would have waited from 20. It would have been 18 tough. to 21, maybe. 21 would have been here because COVID, obviously, when they came that year. That Hollywood's Bleeding would have been a tough album in 2021. Yeah. That's what I mean, bro. Sometimes we like waiting is okay. And he would have had some of the hits from 12 Care Toothache on it. He would have had Cooped Up from like with Roddy Rich on it. And he would have had um was Wow? Was Wow on wow. Hollywood's Bleeding? I think that was on Beer Bones, wasn't it? No. 
Hollywood's bleeding. Wow, I was on Hollywood's bleeding. Okay. Yeah, it'd have been nice. Okay, would have been nice. All in all, though, Austin, like I said, more listens. I know I'm going to appreciate it more. Um, it's definitely sounding good right now, but just need more time with it. Travis Scott for me got a C, like a C plus. This gets a B, and a B only, not a B plus, <laughs> not a B minus. Dead in the middle. Yep, yep, that's fair. All right, you want to move on? Are we ready to have some more positive thoughts about yes, about music, Corey? Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into songs, man. Yeah, because I'll say mine and probably your favorite drop of the week. I don't know. Yeah, easily. Offset and Cardi B. We already had seen previews of their music video that kind of resembled not only the James Brown interview with Jamie Lee Curtis, it kind of resembled Baby Boy. You started seeing different snippets come out with Cardi B and Taraji P. Henson. Um, having the the phone call scene that Taraji was having with homegirl that was getting fucked on the other line. Right. I was waiting for somebody to, to like get <laughs> fucked and be like, oh girl, I gotta go. <laughs> I was like, all right, nobody's oh, gonna get fucked on the phone. Right, fuck it. Um you saw offset pulling up in the bike like Jody yep, yep. banging on the window. Yep. The cinematics. let's just talk about that before we talk about the music. Okay. Offset has a producer and director mind when it comes to music video like the baby. Yeah, he directed it. You saw that, right? Yes. Okay. He's like the baby, like Cole Bennett, like uh, a lot of other shit. I'm not gonna go ahead and call him he's, Hype Williams. That's what I say. He's Michael Jackson, is what you're saying? Yeah. 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 He's <laughs> he's of the Migos for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. He even calls himself the Michael Jackson, not right. Jermaine. <laughs> right. In this. Put some respect on that nigga. But I, I couldn't agree more, bro. So leading up, I believe it was uh the song came out, you know, Thursday night, Friday. Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe, is when they started releasing the snippets of the video. Mm-hmm. Maybe even earlier Thursday before the song came out as well. But you started to get more, you started to be able to paint the picture of what this song was gonna be about and maybe the direction that they were gonna go to. So I watched the video first with the song okay i didn't i still haven't seen the video all the way through so watching the video like you said bro the cinematic aspect still keeping the intro like you heard when we played it of the interview with jamie lee curtis the news interview still keeping that at the start then going into the baby boy shit everything that we know with their relationship it just made sense for them to play those two roles Mm -hmm. and it brought me back you remember not too long ago when he took to his page it was like Cardi B is cheating on him. My wife cheated on me. Oh, it was a ploy. I'm like, was that even real? Was this song maybe supposed to come out? My a girl couple fucked weeks the nigga ago? on me. Y'all know how. I, y'all know how I'm coming. I'm like, was this song supposed to come out a couple weeks ago? And maybe if not, maybe that was just the start of the little promo run to get us to this point where it's like now we're Jody and um, what's her fucking name? Yvette. Yvette. Yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> On, Jody and Yvette. Can't forget like, that. Yeah. That's no, all I we just, got. I just went blank. <laughs> but I'm like, I think they build up on that. But anyways, outside of that, bro, the video is amazing. Shout out to Offset once again because he directed this shit his damn self. Yeah. Shout out to him, bro, making big moves out here. And now all of the videos before from Migos that had that type of style, I can tell Offset did them. Yeah, like, we um, said this with Walk It, walk it Like We Talk with Drake. Walk It Like We Talk It. Needed with NBA Young Boy. Oh, that was tough. Even shit bad and bougie. Probably. You can probably oh give God. that one to Offset too. Yeah, Offset did all this. <laughs> like, Off- for real. Offset did all this. For real. Um, Damn. That's crazy. Now let's get into 
the track itself. Okay. Offset starts. And for me, Offset started a little slow for me. Okay. At the very beginning. But there was a, a point in the track where the beat just started to hit back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That bitch started punching. <laughs> he was punching the beat too. Mm-hmm. Right after that, he snapped the entire rest of the fucking verse. Snapped it in half. I did not expect Offset to go as crazy on that as he did. As much as we talked it up on the Thursday pod and said that he needed to, I was just saying that for myself. I was like, man. You was nervous, huh? I was like, I was Offset nervous. with Cardi I was on nervous it. nervous too, bro. He's not going to be able to beat Cardi on yeah, it. Yeah, I was nervous. Not going to lie. He beat Cardi on it. Oh, yeah. Now, Cardi came on. And she snapped the shit too, right in half. Yeah. But it was tough to think truthfully in my mind that Offset and Cardi drop a track together in 2023, the year that Cardi B has smoked everything, and Offset's verse sounds better than her. Who, thank God, it sounded better than hers. On me. And I think um, going in, like, you got to know that as Offset. You got to know the year that your wife is having and you got to know. Once again, we keep saying it because I'm going to keep this argument up until we get his solo project. The nigga is on a whole different spectrum in his career. He's trying to set himself up to be this solo artist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to go your hardest, bro. And I think he took that into account. And this is probably out of the songs that we've gotten from Offset, from 54321, Code, the two live that he did with Hit Boy. It's probably my favorite verse that he's put out so far in the last year and a half. You okay. know what I mean? And the song I was talking about last part, you said it was the Money Bag Yo, and it wasn't. It was a track that hasn't dropped yet officially. Oh, okay, okay. Have you, it was the one he was on Instagram. He had his hair up in the buns. They can't be too upset. Yeah, I do Some, 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 and I ain't even done nothing yet. Yeah, I remember that. Fuck it up, fuck <laughs> it up. No, that track is yeah. going to be fucking crazy yeah. when it drops now. Because I remember his hair was up in like two buns, like you said, or ponytails, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing I want to speak to on top of this track being good, and I don't want to excuse Cardi B because Cardi B went crazy. Shout out Cardi B. Offset is the artist that's going to do the exact thing that we've been talking about, the things that we want, dropping his album. Are you going to give us exactly what we want on the album? That you said? He's going to have... He, I just I I know Offset's mo. Offset wants to be like those old school artists. He wants to be like the Michael Jacksons and the ones that came before him. Mm-hmm. He wants to have radio hits that has everybody running crazy, screaming. He wants to run around the industry from radio to radio station to podcast to podcast before yeah, the yeah. album drops. Yeah, he wants to do this the regular way. Yes, I agree. He almost has to. To a certain extent as well. Because, yeah. This first is his, time. This you is, know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. his first time, but it is. Yeah. As a solo artist. It's not. I mean. It he, is. He was still a part of the I was going to say, it you know is I mean? going it alone. Right, totally right, right. alone. Oh, right, right. But um, I agree. And I'm okay with Offset doing that because I know the hits are going to be hits. He's mm-hmm. a hit maker. You know what I'm saying? So, if it is an album full of star-studded people, at least I know that like, they were carefully chosen in Offset's aspect. Like, he knows who he sounds good with. It's not just going to be some shit like, let me just put you on the album because you are the hottest thing smoking right now. Like, no, he's going to go get the people that he knows he sounds good with. 
I'm okay if it ends up being that. But again, he got a shine on them tracks. And I think he is. But I don't, even though I'm saying this, I'm kind of contradicting myself, right? I'm okay with him having the features, but I want him to have the be- the better mm-hmm. verse on them songs every time. He needs it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm still kind of scared. For the album? <sighs> or what? I wouldn't say I'm scared. Not not even about the album. You you, you know that you know that that BET award shit. At, at this point, I'm realizing that that was that was business is business. Mm-hmm. Him and Quavo still don't fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. Still a little beef there, no doubt. I need you to take the word little out. <laughs> still beef there. It's, it's still beef there. It's still fault. it's still beef there. Yeah, it's still beef. They're still in like a war on dropping this album back and forth, right? Or am I or am I making this up in my head? No. It's still like let me get ahead of you. Every time somebody says they about to do something, the other person announced they about to do something. See, and because I don't want to be the only one in my head making this some sort of war. That's the what I'm scared about, Corey. Quavo's album is Quavo's album gonna be better than sets? No. No way. <laughs> Not at all. You heard every single one of them singles that has come out by Quavo, right? Yeah. All of them hoes go. And they going, they they a little bit goier than off than offset singles. That's a little scary. <sighs> or maybe it's just because that nigga knows how to produce a hit. True. But can he do it over and over? On an album. That's what we have to wait and see. His shit coming out this week. I know. So we'll see. I don't think uh, Quavo going to have a shot. And after what I've heard, I saw a little Quavo interview that you sent to me. Is this going to be another collab album? Nah, I don't think so. Because I'm listening to him. He was like, I'm going crazy on there. Take going crazy on there. And I'm like, it's just a tribute album. Uh, and I think he's saying like just maybe some leftover songs from the album that they did, the uh, Unconfused. But he also announced on that interview as well that we are getting that that posthumous uh, takeoff album. He confirmed that. So just know that that's- I knew that. Day. Yeah, yeah. But we got the confirmation now. From what we heard that, like from what we heard, takeoff had an album already, I thought. Yeah. But okay. I mean, he just, he said it himself now. So just expect <clears throat> that soon. But uh, I don't think this is a part two on Confused. I just think he said he, you know, he has tracks that him and uh, Take May. Obviously, they were locked in for a minute, you know? So we just can expect that. But you know you're going to get everything on this Quavo album. I'm about to get straight up murdered for what I'm going to (laughs) say. And we might have to take it out. (laughs) Don't say it. (laughs) Uh -uh. All right. What if Quavo and Offset just... Did a little 50 50. Let's get to the top. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. <laughs> Look, we don't really like this nigga, do we? All right. <laughs> so, wild are you, boy? Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. Kari. Come on, man. I'm usually with you. You know this. That's wild. 
<laughs> but Kanye and his mom not not wild. It's completely different, bro. In 08, was it different? Yeah, this nigga is going to the A-list of A-list. These guys are not going to the A-list of A-list, at least not right now. You ain't heard that album. <laughs> <laughs> this could be everything. No, nah, no. Nah, if Quavo's... <laughs> If, if Quavo and Offset both get Man. get solo Grammy nominations, I'm not buying into your narrative, bro. Nah, um, you don't gotta buy into my narrative. All <laughs> I'm saying is, like, in this industry, like, is it that crazy? See, that's what yes. Kari in this industry. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking nah, the same question to you, Chad. In this industry, <laughs> is it that crazy? Uh, no, nigga, but that shit did not happen here. I'm not going for that. It's not that crazy, but no. <laughs> not going for that on this one. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time situation, bro. Like, straight up, for real. <laughs> see, now you even try, see, like, now he even trying to talk himself into it. I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice, nigga, and I don't believe you. <laughs> nigga said, for real. Nigga, double down. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time, for real. <laughs> Come on, bro. Chill with that, man. Quavo album go number one. I don't want to hear it. All right. I'll let you have it. Does anybody else drop this week? Trippy Red. Trippy Red is coming. Yep. A Love Letter to You 5 drops this week. Yep. Who goes number one? Quavo or Trippy? Neither of them go number one. But, but as far as like who's going to sell more out of them? Quavo. Okay. Yeah. Do either of them actually put up a, a billboard number one? Song or album? album? No. Not at all. They're not even going to sell more than 100. Neither one of them. Yeah, Quavo's not selling 100. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, no, they're not I wasn't expecting close. Trippy to sell 100. Yeah, Trippy's probably selling 30, yeah, 35. They're not even getting close. But uh, In a good year, Trippy's a 55 to 70 kind of guy. And this is <clears throat> Utopia's second week. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah uh, neither of you niggas <laughs> are going number like, one. The rap game, um, I, I'm going to see what's what a little bit more second week for Utopia. Yeah, yeah. See what he do second week. Yeah, yeah. That's going to that's gonna show me what the rap game doing. Because I already knew what you niggas was going to do first week. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's talk more tracks. Jungkook. Hmm. I, is that how you say his name? Jungkook? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Or okay. Y- or Young. Maybe Young. Jungkook? Yeah, for real. That J is usually silent like that, or it usually mean Y. No cap, like I ain't playing. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it silent because <laughs> at this point I'm gonna be disrespectful Young, making it it's silent. E- it's either Young Cook or, or Jung Cook. I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, one of them BTS stars. <laughs> don't believe that. Please don't believe that. <laughs> um, but he's got a new track out, Jung Cook. Uh, it's called Seven. And it's featuring none other than Lotto. Mm-hmm. This track has shot to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 card, making Lotto's very first number one record. Yes, sir. Is it? Is this the first number yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song actually been out like two weeks now, two, three weeks. But yeah, it's our first The Mariah Carey track didn't go number one? Nah. Hey, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. It was up there, but I don't think it I knew it was up there. It I just didn't know if it went. One. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, shout man. out, shout out Lotto. Um, very, very quickly, Lotto has risen to the most popular female rap artist of the year. 
Yeah, and of and of right now, it's just crazy. Like the shit that we say, just you know, usually comes comes true, comes to fruition for sure. We you know said this. A, we said this a year or two ago. Exactly after her last, I was like, we said this when I when I heard sunshine on me, bro. Yeah, damn, I knew it. Yeah. I, I said, yeah, we're looking at we're looking at the biggest. <laughs> she said, big lot of the biggest. Yeah, she's yes. the biggest. Okay, shout out to her, man. Um, she she really Lotto listens. I'm gonna say that mm-hmm. she studies the game. So even going back to it's something as simple as changing your name. Changing her name may have been the best thing that she did for her entire career. And I thought about this while I was out in Vegas because I saw that Lotto meal. Um, she's the only artist in rap history that's been able to successfully change her name and everybody's just going along with it. Think of one other artist that changed their whole fucking name, and niggas didn't at least call them by the old one once. We don't call her Mulatto at all. Nope. Successful name change. Yeah, bro. That shit helped her career. So shout out to her for that, and just shout out to her for just the consistency, man. Like we said, she has continued to just rise and rise and rise. And like you said, bro, she's the hottest female rap artist in this game and has no intentions of slowing down. Absolutely not. Now, what I will ask you, is she... Undisputed, the biggest female rap artist in the game, or did Megan just go away? Ooh, that's a tough question. Not gonna lie, um, I'm gonna give it to her though. Right now, I think I think she has more fire power than Megan. Megan had a lot of like people in the industry just going with her, and not to take away from her crap because we all know Megan can really rap. But Lotto is like a bar spitter, bro. Like, to me, like, she really has that talent where it's just undeniable. You know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not, the craft always proves it. I feel like Megan, she had the little Beyonce connect. She had the Rock Nation connect. You know, there, there's powers behind that as much as we want to, like, act like it's not. She hopped on a song with, with Cardi, even though I know everybody does that. But I think it was more, like, people pushing for Megan to get there. Lotto kind of built this shit her damn self to me. Y'all want me to tell y'all um, something that nobody's been looking at that I'm the rap guy. I'm going to look at it. And when I look at something and see something that's off, I'm going to study it and study it some more and some more and some more. And I'm not going to say anything until it's become completely apparent to me. <clears throat> Meg Thee Stallion didn't just go away. They don't fuck with Megan Thee Stallion anymore. Meg is away trying to find her closest pivot. Because the same thing that happened to Tory Lane's career that she did, the rap gang don't like that. As much as niggas... Hated to hear this or hate to hear this. The rap game liked Tory Lanez. And when she fucked up Tory Lanez for everybody, they stopped working with her. Niggas think that she just can't make music anymore. She made a whole interview on the red carpet. She was like, I can't drop music right now. Niggas not fucking with her. You can drop music, Megan. They didn't ice her ass out. And she don't have nowhere to move right now. Okay. Now that next drop, it may be hidden. She's iced out like blue tint. Drake and Future right now. 
You <laughs> funny, bro. So answer the question that you asked me yourself. Who is it right now? Lotto or Meg? Lotto is hitting, okay, nigga. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was just, I just wanted to hear your yeah, answer. Yeah, okay, baby, baby. And I was also just introing my way into right. telling niggas that, that <laughs> niggas is not doing that right now. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, y'all aren't y'all niggas don't pay attention when niggas go away. She didn't just go away because she can't drop fucking music. Carl Crawford's not in her fucking business like that anymore. Yeah, she was dropping music even when. She said she couldn't drop before. We got the, the whole last project. Her, um, her, 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 bro, ha, it. ha, stop. ha. Baby, it's she, stop. she, <laughs> we, nigga, it's us. us. <laughs> Fucking hate that song so much. But, uh, you know, she been going through label battles her entire career and still always drop music. So you may have a point there for real. Um, but yeah, man, Lotto, like I said, she's built this shit brick by brick organically. Megan, not to say she didn't as well, because I know to come up, but once she got the fame, there were people behind her that were really pushing for her to get out there. Rock Nation. Exactly. I don't think a lot of really, really had <laughs> And for her to stay out there, right. Rock Nation. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's why I give it to a lot of man. But shout out to her once again, getting your first number one, man. A lot of male actually had that on Friday. It's hidden. 21 piece, three flavors, large fry. Then... You had it? Oh, it was good? It was hidden? I mean, it's just... It's Wingstop. Yeah, it's regular Wingstop. Wing yeah, yeah, it ain't nothing different. She do have her own flavor, though. I didn't try it. But she got her own flavor as well with her meal. Okay. It's like a lemon herb, but I haven't tried it. Okay. I saw that. I just yeah. haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, The last thing I was going to say about Megan, she played both sides. Now they iced her ass out, too. You can't do that. You got to choose a side. You, you normally you can't gotta, fuck with Nikki and Cardi. Yeah, you got to choose a side. They didn't ice your ass out, baby. Yeah. Trying to be the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That's funny, bro. Oh, man. Are you ready to go into news? I don't know if we have any more music to talk. We got music-ish news uh, yeah, to talk yeah. in the news. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's move on. Corey, Kanye is back on Twitter. Corey's, Kanye's back on X. <laughs> we'll talk that We'll talk that on Thursday. Thanks. But X is Twitter now. Right. Um, and Kanye has now been unbanned by Elon Musk. Elon Musk came out and said that the reason why he was banned even before um, was because some of his tweets needed to undergo, I believe, federal investigation. Really? Yeah, something of that nature. Wow. <clears throat> tweets? You know how Kanye was going. He went DEFCON 3, remember? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I that forgot. might need yeah, yeah, an investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's my bad. Shut his account down <laughs> yeah. for right now. That nigga called a half. <laughs> he called a 30-second time. <laughs> That nigga Kari. Yeah, bro. Um, <clears throat> but he's back. Okay. Back on Twitter. Have you seen his account yourself? I have seen his account. The last tweet huh. that he uh that he has up was letting everybody know that Chris Paul fucked his bitch. And then he said he about to break some more windows or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, bro? It was he was like, I'm shit. gonna I forgot what it was. He was like, but before we get out of here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break some more glass or some shit. Yeah, man. Then he said, I, I caught this man with my wife. Good night. Man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, let's break one last window before we get out of here. And then what he said, I caught this man with my wife. Good night. Yeah, I, I caught this guy with Kim. Good night. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. But he's back on Twitter, which means Kanye has a new alleyway to talk to the people. I don't know. Is he is he banned on Instagram still? Good question. Let's see. Kanye might still be banned on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, he's not yeah, on. I don't see yeah, it. He's not on Instagram. Yep. But between him being back on Twitter, 
we just got this a couple of days ago as news. Mm -hmm. In the last week of news, we saw how much money Adidas made selling the new Yeezys. They just announced there's going to be another Yeezys restock. Really? He's going to get another bag off that, Corey. Wow. Um, <clears throat> crazy. And we've had the news released that he's working on a new album. All of this in the last two weeks, Corey. Okay. So if you ask Roderick. All right, I was about to ask you. I know where you're going. Go ahead. Kanye West is the type of nigga that he doesn't have to come out with his mouth and say what's going on. Mm -hmm. Kanye can tap publication after publication after publication and go, hey, let these niggas know that this is what Kanye West has going on. Okay. He's on the comeback train, Kari. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Is this a rollout or is this just let me get my face out there first? That, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Both equals a rollout. It's coming regardless. I know that. Kanye in niggas' face is a rollout. Right, right, right. Yes, Kari. He's but, rolling his new album Okay, out. I was about to say, is it more of an album or is this more of just the brand, the Yeezy brand? Nope. Album. Album? He's an... Anytime Kanye sells a fucking product of clothing to you, he's selling you an album. It's it's not too far after. Every single Yeezy drop, the album is not too far after. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and that's... With Drake album coming too. <laughs> Corey, I didn't do the math this time, and now I'm mad. Oh my God, Corey. What's up, man? We gotta stop this, man. Stop what, bro? Just before Drake releases his album, because this is the thing. When Kanye says he's working on an album, Kanye's, <laughs> Kanye's usually finished the album. Mm -hmm. If he hasn't finished the album, Kanye's also the type of nigga to announce that he's working on an album and throw that bitch together in 30 days. Just to step on a nigga. Mm -hmm. You seen it? <laughs> uh, he can't do this for all the dogs. <laughs> he can't do Please, this to for bro. all the dogs. We were just talking about how Drake hasn't had a clear slate like this since Scorpion. Scorpion. You know what I'm saying? Kanye's fucked up <laughs> everything for this <laughs> That's nigga. That's what I'm saying, bro. Please don't. Please let him get for all the dogs, bro. Please. Like, I don't Kanye, need it. please take the high road. Bro, please. <laughs> we, we need Drake to we, just have a clear slate, bro. For real. I, I get it. You might not be a billionaire, but no, nah, I, I still think in some shape, form, or fashion, this nigga's still up a B somewhere. But <clears throat> Kanye probably don't even need the rap game save. Nigga, we need it. <laughs> Leave this alone okay i don't know if we're slated for a drake august release i don't know if we're slated for a drake october september leave it alone please kanye yeah let him have this one man you are my favorite artist and the most defining artist of of the last generation you can drop whenever you want to just not right now <laughs> i'm gonna love the kanye album whatever the fuck he names it whether it's Donda 2 or some other shit, not right now. We don't need this right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I wanted everything. I even wanted this rollout until you just reminded me of For All the Dogs and I thought about the placement. You, you thought about this before? I, this shit just came to me right now because I, I don't be following Yay News too much, it's obviously, as much as you do. So, yeah. I don't even follow Yay News like that. Niggas, my algorithm knows I fuck with Yay right. so much. 
that on my trending side, once I pass up the trending topics, it just be like, discover more Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. I want the album. And I just, I, I wanted Kanye to make his, his comeback so bad because I wanted to see how he's going to do it because he's going to do it. I would want Kanye to um, drop fourth quarter. Let Drake have, like we said, he said it's coming in two You out of your fucking mind what thinking fuck that Kanye mean? fucking West is going to drop fourth quarter. I want him to drop after Drake. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I want him to drop after Drake, too. You got to be shitting yourself. Bro, I know the fourth quarter. Trust me. But I'm like, <laughs> it's Kanye West. It don't fucking matter Car, when he drop. We were confused when we got 21 Savage. I am greater than I was in the fourth quarter. We are not getting the one of the greatest artists ever in October, November, December. It worked for SZA. Kari, don't do that. Come on, man. Why can't he do it? It's Kanye, right? It don't matter when he drop, right? Name one Kanye first quarter release. <laughs> I said fourth quarter. I know. You said it doesn't matter when you Name me oh. one Kanye first quarter release. Ain't no, nope, huh? nope. He ain't never <laughs> dropped in the first quarter, have you? Hell no, Kari. Or the fourth. I'm just saying, like, bro, come after Drake, bro. That's all. That's the only reason why I'm saying it. Trust me, I know what the fourth quarter does. That shit only work for Cole, to be honest with you. He the only one that's been successful in that shit. Drake could drop. Uh, Drake could do an October release. Yeah, birthday month. But I just think he's October's very own. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. But look, man, if Drake just wouldn't, if he would just shut up, I wouldn't even be thinking this album would be coming in August. But he keeps saying it's coming out. So I'm like, all right. I just don't believe the nigga. He was bro. on the road and he said it's coming out in, in two, two weeks. two weeks. I don't I believe I don't that. believe him. No, but the thing is, all the publications and headlines just said two weeks. They didn't post the video when he was like, I don't know, it's going to drop in two weeks or some shit. Exactly. Two weeks of some shit does not mean he's going <laughs> to drop it in two weeks. Right. Drake is not dropping that album in two weeks. No, sir. That's a September release, Car. Yeah, man. Like, I, I swear to God, I keep thinking, like, why would he drop it in the middle of his tour? It just don't make sense. I think this is an after-tour album release. Then again, why would... Ooh, that sucks. I, I know what you're saying, Kari, because I thought that too. Why the fuck would he piss off his fan base... Give half his fans old music, drop an album on road, and then start performing new music for the fans for the rest of the tour. Yeah. It just don't happen that way. I also thought, Kari, this could be the greatest and biggest shit you ever seen. And Drake and 21 both dropped their albums on while they're on tour. Mm, okay. That's that's tough. Psychopathic thing. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> But yeah, we just never seen that before. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm just so confused with, with them. But also going back to Ye and Ye talking, getting back in the media, getting these headlines out. Like we just said about him trying to jump in front of people. Drake be knowing shit too. Maybe Drake is just getting shit out there as well to see what, what Kanye is up to. He knows what Kanye is. Trust me. If there's any two niggas that are watching and know what each other are up to in the game, have been getting insider information on each other all year for the last however many years, it's those two. Exactly. Yes. That's, you're, why, that's Kari, what I'm saying. Like these, Kari, these headlines are just headlines, bro. I don't I don't buy into a no, lot but, of this shit. But there, but there might be some actual truth into it, Kari, because 
if what I just said is true, Drake knew Kanye was working on an album yeah, been before that those headlines came out. Yeah. Which would have made a lot of sense on why he announced it for all the dogs was dropping. And soon. And vice versa though. On both sides. No, but I I know what you're saying. Like Drake getting his shit out, but Ye probably knew that Drake had been working on an album too. True, but think about it if Drake is working on his album first mm-hmm. and he just finished up the album and he hears about Kanye shit. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh no. Let me get my shit out now before this nigga even starts that fucking bullshit. Because just like I said, I know Kanye. He know Kanye. This nigga will finish an album in 30 days and be on my ass. <laughs> and it'll be good, nigga. Yeah, bro, for real. <laughs> Book coming out soon. For all the dogs, two weeks. For all the dogs, two weeks. On my life. On my life. We'll see, bro. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> right. It's interesting. But we'll see. I skipped a track, Kari. I know. And I, I let you. <laughs> on purpose. What is that hot shit of a track that, <laughs> that NLE Chopper has out? It's called It's Getting High, right? We need that Joe Budden drop. That's a two-pack of ass. That shit stinks. <laughs> that shit suck, bro. Oh, my God, NLE Chopper. <laughs> Over the last year, I've actually been giving nothing but kudos mm-hmm. to NLE Chopper because after the NLE Chakra stage which was needed in everybody's life, that going through that spiritual journey route, even if you don't stay on it 100%, taking in that knowledge and knowing what to do with your body and your life after knowing that is so important. It's vital. It's so vital. So I I, hats off to him for taking that route and that journey, but a bigger hats off to him for being able to make an incredible comeback into the limelight of the music industry, a lot of niggas aren't able to take a dip down like that and come back to where he is. He's back at the top of the rap game. So much so that he was able to clear one of the biggest Nelly samples in existence. He got the hot in her beat (laughs) and fucked over it. Shit the bed, like you were saying earlier. He shit all in it. (laughs) Bro. He diarrheaed in the bed. Bro, um... I've said this about maybe two or three songs this year. This is absolutely the worst song I've ever heard in my <laughs> fucking life. This shit Shit's is that fucking bad. ass. <laughs> but, uh, what's going on with these samples this year? Like, normally when we would get samples, bro, it would be the greatest shit in the world. Every sample this year, you niggas are killing it. They're going to stop letting y'all sample. Oh, God. Please, bro. Sound good. Off, huh? Yeah, shout out Nelly. <laughs> oh, come on, shake that monkey. Put dick in your life if you're lonely. Bring your friend, cause I know that you want me. Uh, give it to it to the morning. Uh, love when you do that there. Pretty face, small way with your feet in the air. Like, uh, love when they stop and sell. All the ugly bitches looking like that ain't fair. Like, uh, getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Turn this shit off. There's a video to accompany it. I know you saw yeah, at least I saw snippets. A snippet of it, yeah. He dressed like Nelly too. Oh, the video looks great. Bad bitches, two thousands vibe. We could play this like a silent movie. <laughs> Cause the video looks great. 
there's a YBN Namir song, Corey, and I can't I can't think of the name of the song, but it's accredited <laughs> as one of the worst <laughs> hip hop songs of all fucking time. It was on that album Vision Land. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Damn it. Soul Train. Oh my God. <laughs> this is worse than that, probably. Ooh. No, it might not be worse than that. That's, that's the worst a, song ever. That's saying a lot. Why? Why? Yeah, I don't know. There's some songs that you should sample. That's not even a song that. Sh- Why were you even redoing that? Yeah, some songs just shouldn't be touched, right? Some sound good, like you got a good angle on it. You can you can make it an amazing song if you sample. It. That really just sounds like the exact same song wrapped over with bad rap. Truly, that's like, imagine if. If Nelly would have been trash and dropped that song, it would have been fucking trash even then. Let's go. Let's just move on. <laughs> I was about on. to say, I tried not to even talk about this. I shit. know. Let's just move <laughs> on. We were talking about Kanye before, which is hip hop greatness. Let's stay in hip hop greatness. <clears throat> Jay Z is just doing goat shit forever. I was going to say all year because of the Book of Hove. Um, Exhibit out in Brooklyn, and I just saw one of our friends of ours. You saw Keontae actually got to go out there? Yes, sir. Shout out Keontae. I know that was a lovely experience. He got to go. <laughs> Looked amazing. Yeah. Um, Jay-Z, he's back in the news because he is considering a move to buy a soccer team uh, or a soccer club, Tottenham, also called the Spurs or the Tottenham Spurs, um, in the event that superstar Joe Lewis is convicted of insider trading. I knew about Absolutely none of this, Corey. Mm-hmm. Me neither. <clears throat> He'll be the first African-American to ever own a soccer club. Ever. Wow. I said African-American. I mean, I said African-American. Sorry. I'm on <laughs> the wrong word. Ooh. We usually hear about football, you know. Magic Johnson just copped the commanders. Shout out to him. We're hearing about basketball. You already knew what Michael Jordan was doing over there with the Charlotte Hornets. He just sold that off. Shout out J. Cole. He got a minority stake in that. Yes, sir. Do we have? I don't know if we have any black hockey owners. No, nah, there's none, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because, we talked about that because Snoop was trying to Snoop was trying to get into that realm to be the first one, I believe. But yeah, I don't think we have no black owners. Jay Z is on that polar opposite. Let's just—I got this right here. Unless you wanted to get into it, go ahead. Uh, music legend Jay Z is reportedly plotting on a move to buy Premier uh, Premier League club Tottenham Hotspur as he waits to learn the fate of current owner. Joe Lewis, British billionaire Joe Lewis, whose family trust owns Tottenham, was this week bailed by a judge in New York after pleading not guilty to charges of giving insider trading tips. The 86-year-old, who faces 16 counts of security fraud and three counts of conspiracy, appeared at an arraignment hearing at the Manhattan Federal Court on Wednesday. That nigga made $300 million bond. After entering a not guilty plea, yeah, Carl, you heard it. <laughs> After entering a not guilty plea, Lewis was released on a bail of three hundred million U.S. dollars. What the fuck was this nigga's bond? <laughs> <laughs> three million? The fuck? No, I meant like if. Oh, you said? Did you say three hundred million? What was the number again? You said three hundred million, right? Uh, his bond was like what, three, three billion? billion. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Who my, the fuck sets bail that high? <laughs> I did my 10% wrong. Woo. 
Man. Lewis and uh, two of his pilots are also facing charges. Um, you know, like I said, he's British. Yeah, they got to stay over here in the U.S. since okay. that's where these, char- uh, of course, these of charges course. are. Wow. Oh, my fucking gosh. One thing I will say about the inside of training, though, like if they got the facts behind it or the evidence behind it to prove it, your ass is going down for that. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You can't get ahead of people um, like public public information if it's known you got to keep that shit in house you know what i'm saying so i'm about to get into the story for a little bit but go ahead prosecutors say that lewis is alleged to have used his access to confidential information to provide stock tips to individuals close to him with the indictment referring to one girlfriend having made eight hundred and forty nine thousand dollars on one of those tip-offs so guys this isn't like if me and Kari are both invested in Berkshire Hathaway, which is um, Warren Buffett's stock, say we're both invested and we both think we know when the market's going to go up and down and we we trade this back and forth information, we're good to do that. Right. If I work for Berkshire Hathaway, I can't come in and give tips to Kari on how to trade. Mm-hmm. That's fucking illegal. I work there. I know what's going to happen already. I know when this shit's going to move up and down. And if so, I can't even be invested in it if I'm going to give tips and shit like that. But you can't give tips, period. That nigga's inside giving tips, making niggas almost a million dollars. He made his girlfriend almost a million dollars. He's going down. He's going down. (laughs) That's why I say it ain't. Jay-Z, you're going to have to up this team, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're ready to make a one hell of an offer. Huh. Yeah, those soccer teams don't bullshit. Exactly, bro. Did you see uh, Mbappe's deal recently? He turned they? it down too. I know, but did you see the deal? Yeah, it was like a billion dollar deal for one year. For one year, and they're giving him like ownership in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like the MLS deal. or what was it? Is that the name of the league? Nah, MLS is over here. This was like a Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Um, but what's in that deal? Did I take that deal? Shit, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you do have to go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and, shit. and it's just different, like, rules and standards to live by outside. I mean, yeah, you would be getting paid ludicrous amount, but, like, you got to change up your entire way of living over there. You know what Talk I'm saying? for a year. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I would have took that I'm shit. I'm going over there for a year. Nigga, I'm going to make that goddamn beat. I would have took that I'm shit. I'm coming home. Unless there's some sort of clause that I have to fulfill something. Yeah. Outside of that, no. Yeah, I would have went over there because you could stink it up. Nah, but hey, they probably ain't gonna let you leave. That's Mbappe. Like, he's not even gonna stink it up. I know, I know. I would have took it, but obviously, I think it's other things. Um, you know. Yeah, you probably become a citizen over there and then can't leave anymore. Know what I'm saying, or it's bro. probably really difficult to leave. Yeah, Being crazy. him, you can yeah. probably leave. You get crazy. But uh, Messi's deal is like that as well. So Messi obviously is now over here at MLS with Inter Miami. And his deal, I don't know the exact numbers, but he has an ownership stake within his deal. I think we talked about it before. So after like seven hundred mil, something like that. After he's done playing, he's gonna be able to own the team. But yep. then also they new deal that they made with Apple TV and all of these subscriptions. He gets paid from every MLS game that's played. He get a percentage of that and these subscriptions to Apple TV. Like oh, I forgot. Yeah, bro, bro. So even when he's not playing anymore, bro. Even when they play other teams. This nigga just gets paid from the league. I don't think I understand like how much money that is forever. We used to think them baseball niggas was making bread. No, sir. It is <laughs> football on my life. So much so that football 
actual American football, it's it's damn near looking like them niggas don't make a dime. Yeah, they don't really. If you Within the last 10 to 15 years, they just started getting NBA money. Yeah, because NBA going up too. What's to call it? Uh, what's a nigga from Boston? Uh, Tatum? No, nah, not Tatum. The other nigga. Jalen. Jalen Brown. Brown. Just signed the biggest contract in NBA history, nigga. NBA history. I saw that. Uh, I saw those headlines. We should have. We should have practiced harder in school, nigga. Four hundred million. <laughs> when we think about, like, we just we didn't even have a chance, Corey. When we I'm think bro, about I, I the, said this, myself. yeah, you said this, <laughs> like the skills trainer and shit in yeah, AAU, yeah, nigga. Bro. We thought that we were up on niggas just for playing AAU. Yeah, bro. We were nowhere <laughs> fucking close, and I, to the point where, um, I don't know if you saw the post going around social media and on Instagram. They said, "What pro, uh, what pro player? Oh, yeah. Did you have a run with mm-hmm. that lets you know? Hey, I will never, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will never make it. Yeah. I think, I think it's the same player for both of us. Yeah, is it Marshall Henderson? Marshall Henderson and Miles." Oh, okay. Miles no, Turner. I never, I never had a run with Miles Turner. Oh, yeah, I played Miles Turner my sophomore year in high school. Um, mm. and he wasn't even that good, but still, he was seven feet tall, and I was just like, I know he going to the league. We had exhibition runs where where uh, Marshall Marshall was yeah. was was on the other team. Yeah. Ouch! And this was years plus after he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Even that level, I'm like, hey, look, yeah. Even on the women's side, when we was watching Alexis Jones at Irving Mack, when we was watching Odyssey Sims at Irving Mack. Corey, Mac. I've played Alexis Jones <laughs> one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the days where Alexis Jones was real tight with my sister mm-hmm. and her entire select basketball team, but she didn't play mm-hmm. for my sister's select basketball team. So sometimes she'd just be at practice waiting for them to finish so they could go eat together and shit. Yeah. I would just be at practice, and I knew about her. I'd watch her play, and I'm hooping back then, and I'm a guys, and you know the stigma. Guys always think, nigga, we can whoop these girls' asses. She put me all over the court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro, she was, um, like I said, her and Odyssey Sam's- A dog, she in the league now. Yeah, bro, they, they they the best women hoopers I've ever seen in my life, like- Odyssey Sims is something different, but Alexis Jones, by far, in my eyes, is that might be fuck Marshall. She may be the best player I've ever seen play in in, in front of my eyes. Now yeah. Marshall's a dog, like yeah. he's he's a grown man. Yeah. The the thing she could do with that ball and her handles in high school, bro. In high school, yeah. nigga, she hadn't yeah. even gone to college yet. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. Outstanding. Yeah, there, there's a couple players that I've played that's just like, hey, yeah. dude, hang it up. Yeah. You'll never play. For me, though, for sure, like I said, just because I played him like real exhibition game, uh, Miles Turner, bro. He was ranked number 10 in the nation that year. This is probably 2013. Uh, and like I said, he wasn't even all that, but like niggas 10 in the nation, had a scholarship to UT. You know, he went there for a year, got drafted, I think, number 10 as well to Indiana. I was just like, yeah, I, I didn't put in enough work, bro. We really thought we was going to make it. And it took me to get like in my 20s to realize I never stood a chance. Corey, I knew my freshman year I wasn't going to make it. This is how. <clears throat> There's a player that was on our rival school. um, Not high school, when we were in middle school. He went by the name DJ. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
this was tryouts. <laughs> Ninth grade. Of course, I made the team. But this was tryouts. And there was one Saturday morning. Coach, shut up. I'm trying to think. Um, what was our ninth grade coach? Uh, what Shelton. Was, Shelton. That was, that was y'all's coach. Yeah, um, yeah. Coach Scar- Shelton. Scarborough. Yeah. No, but Coach Shelton invited the other team to come through and scrimmage with us. Oh, yeah. I do remember this. You remember yeah, that day? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Because <laughs> we went. Did we go to their gym? No, they came to okay, us. Okay, it was okay. an early Saturday morning. They yeah, came yeah. to our gym. Okay. <laughs> they hadn't even split off teams on what team was what yet. Right. We were all just fucking scrimmaging. Mm-hmm. This was the first play of the scrimmage. I'm starting. I'm starting, Corey. You out there, Stevie out there, I'm out there. Yeah, yeah. They put me on DJ. Yeah. This nigga does a hezzy. (laughs) (laughs) The first fucking move, nigga. He goes left. I go all the way fucking right, nigga. I didn't fall because ain't no way he doing me like that on my court, bro. Right. Not at the crib. It was in that exact moment. I was like, all right, yeah, all the coaches are looking at me right now. I just fucked off. I fucked off right here. Yeah. I'll never play NBA ball. (laughs) I knew it right then and there. Yeah, bro. For real. He was crazy. He ended up uh, playing at UNT. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, Handles was nice. He was just, he was too, yeah, he was too short to ever pan out. But yeah, that nigga, since even in the little leagues, mid-cities, that nigga was always like that with the handles, bro. Yeah, fuck that nigga. And he was a little slick talker. Yeah, yeah, facts. Uh, Facts, facts, facts. Did he not go to high school with us? Mm. I don't think so, because I probably would have beat the shit out of that boy. He ended up going to Birdville. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. Shout out that boy, though. So he did that to me my freshman year just to not even go to high school with us? Yep. No, I got to shoot that boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's what niggas was saying yeah, about the man. fight last night. Shoot him. Facts, bro. Facts. We can go ahead and move into that though if you're ready. Oh, I didn't even realize that was next. Yeah. All right. So over the weekend, me and Kari probably left this out on purpose because we knew we were going to get into it and actually talk about it. The most highly anticipated boxing match of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Terrence Crawford happened. Or should I have said Terrence Crawford <laughs> versus Errol Spence Jr.? <laughs> Where's where's Terrence Crawford from? Not sure. Okay, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure, but the Dallas Fort Worth native is Errol Spence Jr., specifically from Dallas. So you know we're from Texas, myself and Kari. Our entire city, really the entire state of Texas, we all had our chips on Errol Spence Jr. It's the hometown here. He is the home. Town hero. It doesn't get bigger than Errol Spence Jr. down here. Mm-hmm. Um, as it pertains to sporting, unless you're Luka Doncic, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <clears throat> I did not know, Corey, that outside of Texas, pretty much everybody else was going for Terrence Crawford. I didn't know that until Saturday night. I didn't know that until Friday morning. Saturday night, I saw the tail of the tape. And I started looking at the plus minus. Mm-hmm. Before the fight even started, Kari, it was like minus 1,800 Crawford, plus 300 um, Errol Smith. I'm like, God damn. Yep. It's that bad of a bet already? Yep. He's from uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. 
That was a country ass whooping. Yeah. Okay. He been fighting his whole life. <laughs> All his life he had to fight. It was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could tell. For real. So I believe he was either 36 and 0 or 39 and 0, something like that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um Errol Spence was either 26 and 0 or 20, 29 and 0. I can't remember who had the six and who had the nine. I got you. Terrence Crawford's career began, or his pro career began in 2008. Errol Spence Jr.'s pro career began in 2012. From the time Errol Spence went pro, this has been a fight niggas have been trying to make happen. What was, do you know his record? Yeah, he was 39 and 0, and then uh, Spence was 28. Okay, he was 28. So yeah. now Terrence Crawford is going to 40 and 0. Yeah. We get to Saturday night, the fight. It was going to be a fight party. Things happened. Hoppy had to end up cooking for little baby. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominique. So, so we ended up not having the fight party at his house. But me and Car, I mean, not me and Car, me and Hoppy split that fight. So, um, <laughs> in a way, I ain't getting my ass on that show. <laughs> right, right, right. That showtime, and I watching that fight, man. Need that. Um, I only watched the fight before the main event cool. and the main event. And that was just by luck. I happened to eat dinner, turn it on, co main event's already on. I didn't waste any time. <clears throat> Co-main event was a good fight. We start the main event shit. Errol Smith Jr. comes out first. Big X the plug. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Straight up. Amazing. We were like, oh shit. This nigga came out with Big X the plug. Hometown shit. Nigga, it's hidden. It's it's up. <laughs> out comes Terrence Crawford with goddamn Eminem. Performing, lose it. I said, "All right, we might be down. We might be down here, guys. This is just the song. I know the fight hasn't happened yet, but I think I even sent something. I sent something to my family. I said, "Yeah, he beat us with that one." So I love Big X, but bro, we ain't got Eminem. Yeah, yeah, that's different. My family agreed. Terrence Crawford had the goddamn biggest chain on that said Prime. Chain was smacking way harder. Then, then Errol spent smack the whole night. Uh-huh. Round one comes. It's a feel around. We good. They you go know. back to their corners. Yeah, niggas got to, you know, get get acclimated, you know. See what the other one about. Who going to press first? Round two. Them niggas get the business, Corey. Both of them get to swinging for the fences. Terrence Crawford. Drops Errol Spence Jr. for the first time in Errol Spence Jr.'s career. Mm. Ever. Mm. In the second round. Second round. From the third round all the way until about round 10. I can't remember how many it went. I think nine. 10. Nine. Okay, nine. Terrence Crawford proceeded to bully and beat the fuck out of Errol Spence Jr. So much so... I got my feelings hurt watching our hometown hero get fucked up. It wasn't as bad as watching Deontay Wilder because that shit hurt niggas. Like that, I ain't even gonna lie. I wanted to cry watching Deontay Wilder lose. Yeah, that shit set us back. That shit, <laughs> oh my the God. Back on my life. That shit hurt my damn feelings watch. I wanted to cry. This was black on black crime, so we, <laughs> we was used to yeah, that. We had, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We knew, we knew what this was. Yeah, yeah, we was, okay, <laughs> we was okay with this one. <clears throat> Terrence Crawford showed round after round, minute after minute, why he's the better fighter. 
why he's the more experienced fighter. He just proved himself to be so much better than Errol Spence Jr. Errol Spence Jr. got the shit beat out of him. Every round he came back, he looked weaker and weaker and slower. Even to start with, he was nowhere near as fast as Terrence Crawford. This fight started and it made me realize how fucking slow Terrence, I mean not Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. actually is. And by the end of this fight, as much as I hate to say it, it said to me, Errol Spence Jr. is not the fighter I thought he was. Mm. So much so, I'm almost ready to say that that nigga ain't been fighting nobody. Mm. That's been the talk. He ain't been fighting nobody. And his his biggest opponent beat the fuck out of him. I don't even want to see an ESJ Terrence Crawford 2. It was that bad. It's already been announced, but yeah. I know it's been announced. Yeah, yeah, but I feel you. But yeah, it was because at the end of the fight, he said, yo, we got to make it happen again. We got to do it again. We got to do it again. But no, he had the clause himself. It was up to Earl regardless of when or Oh, it's in the clause? It's already been, like he already accepted it. Okay. And so it's happening. With that being said, um, Errol Spence Jr. said that he's ready to already make that happen by December. No, bro. But (laughs) anyway. But if you think about it, you go, you, the Floyd Mayweather, we get a May and you get a September. You know how it goes. Yeah, but damn. To take an ass beating like that, that's, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, Usually, you're coming off of the win like Floyd, and he's like, hey, we're going to rock. Yeah, yeah. I'm the best. We're yeah, going to rock yeah. in September because that's what the fuck I do. Ooh. Damn. His corner even looked fucked. Think about it. For the last 13, not 13 years, I'm sorry, for the last 11 years, you have never had to leave Vegas or any other place and walk out of there unhappy. It's always been bitches, money, parties, sex, alcohol, whatever you can think of that night. Not not tonight. It's going to be a quiet walk back down that tunnel. Yeah. Both were undefeated. So somebody had to take that very first L and had to feel what it's like to lose the first time. I just did not expect it to end in a TKO, I didn't expect it. Every round past round five, I wanted them to stop it. It was so bad that if the ref would have came in at any of the last four rounds and stopped it, it would have been fair because he was just... Did you see it? Did you watch it? I only saw the highlights. Yeah, I didn't even get to watch the fight. Kari, it just would have... It would truly... I'm glad I didn't get to see it. I'm not even making this up. Because I'm sure it sounds hard to say as a grown man, nigga, it hurt to watch. Just for the hometown. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying I'm glad I really didn't even get to see it. Bruh. And some people were saying like, man, this shouldn't have been his first fight back from it. This was not his first fight back from that accident. Stop saying that. Mm -hmm. He came back and beat ass. So don't blame it on that. Did he look a little disoriented the entire fight? Yeah. People were saying that. They were like, from the start, it looked like he was high. I was like, for real? You think bro showed up Yes. high? Yes. That's insane, bro. You really like? You really think? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, why would he do that? Well, Corey, I don't know if you've heard the talk around our town. And we could bleep it if we want. We can get out. I'll give it down. Word around the Dallas-Fort area is that Arrow's a drunk. 
word around was that things went bad during that accident, like during that accident, but that is routine. Mm. Damn. Yeah. I've heard a lot of niggas say every time they see Errol Spence, he's drunk. <laughs> not hard to believe that he was that yeah 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 that he may have been under the influence <laughs> on some shit before the fight and I know he's a professional we from Dallas oh yeah I mean I know that I know how Dallas niggas get it yeah I know how Fort Worth niggas get it there's a lot of niggas I saw tweets they was like there's a lot of people calling their landlords after last night <laughs> in the Dallas Fort Worth no area. <laughs> <laughs> no cap Oh my Shout out Stevie. Man. I hope you didn't take too much of an L. Stevie uh, uh, had some bread on that I fight. Seen, bro. And I saw him pretty upset <laughs> <Yeah>. after the <laughs> fucking fight. <laughs> oh, my life, I seen that too. Uh, but let me go back to what I said Friday morning uh, at the barbershop. You know, barbershop talk before a fight is the some of the best greatest place talk ever. Be. Yeah, some you of the greatest talk ever. So, you know, getting a fade, bro. Shout out to our barber, Santana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that, yeah. that barbershop is a barber talk, yeah. sh- like a barbershop talk yes, sir. spot. And yes, one of sir. the last is still kicking. Absolutely. And on top of that, this is a guy who has done boxing in his past. He knows he the, the has. sport. He, he knows has. the sport, right? So I be forgetting this. you can't fuck with that nigga. Nigga, he'll drop your ass. Yeah. I, in my life. Yeah, on God. Yeah, I be, <laughs> like, not like I would fuck with my bro. Right, right. But like, yeah, I be forgetting you can't fuck with that yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways though So I'm talking to him And he like Who you going for Of course I'm like nigga Earl What you mean Like it's no question And he like Yeah me too But then he said But And I was like Okay let me listen to him Cause I respect you Cause you actually know this shit This is gonna get into something as well He started breaking down Crawford And his game And how he understands the game And how he studied Floyd I and, did the same thing With somebody over the weekend And just how like He was like bro don't be surprised if Crawford wins. And I hadn't heard that before. You know, like we said, Earl's the, the hottest thing smoking to us. I was like, all right, whatever. Then more people start coming in. Everybody's going Errol for Earl. is also pitted to be one of the greatest coming up. So that it's not just us. Right, exactly. But he started, like I said, breaking down the, the technicalities of who Bud Crawford is, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, we'll see. So- Aftermath, seeing him put them hands on Earl, I wasn't as shocked because I got some knowledge with somebody who's very knowledgeable in the world of boxing or the sport of boxing. I was hurt, but I was never shocked. I'm a boxing fan, so I already knew how the fuck Terrence Crawford got down. And I was in the car with our plug over the weekend. You already know that nigga's a fight fanatic. I'm a fight fanatic. And we were saying the exact same thing to each other, yes. This is the hometown. We're going for Errol, no matter what, regardless. Even mm-hmm. if I feel like he's going to lose, I'm going for Errol. What we said, though, was Errol is a professional. He's a fundamental boxer. Terrence is somewhat of the same. But Terrence has five years on him. Okay. Terrence has almost 10 fights on him. And when we think about the personality in the ring, Spence is like Larry Bird. He's clean cut. He's fundamental. Terrence Crawford is like AI. That nigga is a bulldog, a pit bull, a fucking beast. And that's when the shit started to come into play, when these these hits were coming in way quicker mm-hmm. than Errol Spence could expect. Mm-hmm. 
on top of it, Errol Spence started to get some of his best shots in all over Terrence Crawford, and they didn't even make a fucking dent. The nigga was punching him right where he needed to with the exact strength he needed to. It was like the nigga took the punch and just ate him, Corey. <laughs> I'd never seen a nigga eat Errol Spence's punch like this. Terrence Crawford walked away from the fight without a scratch on his face, not a bruise. ESJ had two black eyes. He had been dropped three times and his face was bloody. You've never seen him like that. Two black eyes, where they at though? Shit. <laughs> Check them today. I'm sure he's back in the D. Where they at though? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he looked like, uh, you know, the most famous Martin episode. Yes. <laughs> Who was, did one of y'all send that fucking gif yeah, of him said, crawling uh, on the ground? Somebody said it in the group. I think it was Leo. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Two, who was like, uh, <laughs> a bag of fries. <laughs> He's like, two sunflowers. He's like, some sunflower seeds or some shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hilarious. Uh, but yeah, very disappointing, though, to see Earl go down like that. Like I said, the city felt that. city felt that pain. Um, but part two is coming, bro. So we'll see what he does. We'll see what he does on that second time around. No. I want you to know, guys, I paid for that fight. I usually get every other fight for free. I should not have paid for that fight. You're not paying for the next one, then. I know that. Fuck no. Yeah. And I'm going for Big Bud. <laughs> <laughs> big Bud. <laughs> I'm going for Big Bud. Oh, Stop it. The biggest. That's funny, bro. The whole city to turn on. <laughs> Spence. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Bro, Jerry flew down from training camp to watch that shit. Just to watch ESJ get his ass whooped? Yep. I saw Yellow Beezy down there. Yeah, he was also that. in a fight backstage. After you saw that, I saw that. I heard he was protecting ESJ's honor. <laughs> Somebody needs to <laughs> protect his damn self. People were posting the gifts uh, from Friday of Smokey oh, when I Craig did. was out there fighting Debo. Yeah, yeah, Shoot yeah. him! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that, bro. I see that. Hilarious. Oh well, man. Yep, yep. That sucked. Are you ready to move on though? Some things we don't have to stay in too long, but some things that we need to touch. Okay. Um. In the YNW Melly case, we we already talked about how it was uh, a mistrial result. Mm. The prosecutors had about 90 days to say whether or not they were going to retry him. We knew they were going to retry him. They've just come forward and said they're going to retry the case. Yeah, didn't take long, maybe like two or three <clears throat> days after the fact. Yeah, they just need a new jury. Yeah. Um, if we're going to be 100% honest, in my eyes, the, the jury presented everything they needed to present, and... He's going to walk away again. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I don't, I don't see it really having a different result. I think this is just part of, you know, what you have to do. Yeah. And, and they could fuck around and mistrial it again. And I don't know if they're going to be able to try it again after that. Yeah. But whether they mistrial or not, yeah, whether they mistrial again or go through the entire trial, he's going to come home. And it's apparent at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I don't have too much to say on that. Yeah, that's it. We can move on. Let's move on. DJ Envy. What the fuck, Corey? He's been talking about over the last couple of years how he's been upping his his real estate portfolio. He's been hanging out with those earn your leisure niggas. True, true. And it's all coming back on him. Um, 
two New Jersey real estate influencers and a prominent radio DJ, being DJ Envy, have been accused of taking $1.5 million in an investment for an apartment project that never materialized. Mm. Um, so the two influencers, they filed a lawsuit last week, or I'm sorry, two different guys uh, filed a lawsuit last week in New Jersey uh, with the Supreme Court regarding the alleged fraud. Um, and they're seeking compens- com- yeah, compensatory, consequential, and punitive damages. So them niggas want to be paid, and they want them niggas to go to jail. They coming for everything. <laughs> that's, that's old to them. That was what it sounds like. Absolutely. 1.5 million, bro. That's a lot. Um, in 2018, DJ Envy of Power one, uh, 105.1 talked about his partnership, um, a partnership on full display with whatever website. They said the partnership saw DA, uh Partnership saw DJ Envy buy undervalued uh, Patterson homes and flip or rent them. Huh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You so would, they just want DJ Envy because he's involved in this shit. Facts, facts. And I was just about to say, you would hope for DJ Envy's case. I don't know too much about this story. Just, just giving my opinion. You would hope maybe he just got some bad advice and you know really stepped the wrong way. I would hope that this is just not this nigga coming all out and making this decision by himself. But like I said, I really don't know too much about this, so we'll just have to wait and see how this pans out. Yeah, DJ Envy and the other guys specifically pitched uh, the pair of investors on a, an apartment, um, the investor claims. According to the lawsuit, they soon received a formation certificate and stock purchase agreement to buy 25% of the project. Now, that's fucked up. I ain't going to lie. You got me buying stock on some shit that never is going to that's come to fruition. never yeah. Okay. And it's like, you usually know that, you know. I'm not going to lie. It might not be DJ Envy, but somebody's going to get in trouble for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some, somebody's for in trouble sure. for this. Because uh, things like that, like I said, you you know up front whether or not something's going to materialize or whether or not you could turn it liquid. More than likely. I know you can't know like 100%, but like. But it's like they never broke ground on the fucking. That's my point. So with things like this, as far as like an investment property, usually there's more that you know up front. For you to want to put, you know, go all in on that. But why does it have to get so nasty though? Like, why can't we just ROI this nigga? Like, just give him his fucking return, even though there was never an investment. Just give this nigga what he put back. back in. Yeah, yeah. Now we have to take this to court, and you're gonna owe more than you gave this nigga. True. I mean, or more than you took from this nigga. And you're gonna go to jail. Speaking of going to jail, let's move on, Corey. <laughs> Carly. <laughs> Here it is. Breaking news. <laughs> Carly Russell, the Alabama nursing student who went missing for two days after telling 911 she found a stranded toddler on the side of the freeway, was ultimately charged with two misdemeanors in connection with the hoax. Um, she was charged with falsely reporting law enforcement officers or falsely reporting to law enforcement officers and falsely reporting an incident. Uh, over the last week she was arrested. She has since posted, I believe, about $2,000 bail, and she was released on those charges. Um, she still has to appear in court. But, um, yeah, those were misdemeanors, and all she received were misdemeanors, Corey. Yeah, and uh, they're pretty upset about that as far as law enforcement. Nigga, I'm upset about it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Give this lying bitch the chair. <laughs> Facts, man. I'm just playing. This is a quote, though, just from a law enforcement uh, officer that's dealing with this case. He said, I know many are shocked and appalled that Miss Russell is only being charged with two misdemeanors despite all the panic and disruption her action caused. Let me assure you, I, too, share the same frustration. He said the, the existing laws allow only those charges to be filed. That's bullshit. Um, 
And I think both both charges carry a sentence of up to a year in prison and like a $6,000 fine, something yeah, like yeah. that. You're correct, yep. Fuck the 12th. No, 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 no. We need two years in prison and a $12,000 fine. Bro, she about to skate, yo. I know. If she, if her lawyer is that much of a beast, she's going to skate. Oh, my She God. might not even have to pay those fines. No, she's going to get some restitution. But. And she got to pay him, too. But. uh, she about to Pay skate. who? Her lawyer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we need at least six months prison. Yes, <laughs> she got to go to jail. Bro. We need, like, man, even if it's not prison, we need at least six months county. Wow. We need them to do her like SpongeBob and Patrick when they <laughs> ate the chocolate, when they grab it, like, okay, time's up. <laughs> we need something. Her time before she was bailed out immediately is not enough. And $2,000 bail is not enough because if you ask me, Two thousand dollars was the whole bail. Her ass put up two hundred, got up out of there. Yeah, bro, that was nothing. Oh, I hate it, Kari. Yeah, because you're right. Niggas get arrested on possession of marijuana for a three five and pay more than that to get out. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga, all right over here. Yeah, man. Like you said, uh, each charge. I mean, yeah, each charge carries a bond up to one thousand. We said it was two charges, punishable up to a year in jail and a six thousand dollar fine. Like you said, man. So she probably only did pay. $200. $200 $200 to get out. That was easy. And she probably got a bail bond on that motherfucker. Uh, facts. $175. Facts, got her right bro. the fuck up out In of Alabama, there. In Alabama, you know what's going on. Wow. I, I'm shocked. I didn't know she was going to be able to skate like that. Wow. <laughs> Maybe she was smarter than we thought. <laughs> nope. No, I know, bro. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I was going to say, nope, Corey. Yeah. She definitely didn't study the laws. She, <sighs> she was looking up. The Taken movie. Taken. Well, she should have been looking up Gone Girl. Dumbass. Yeah. It's wild. All right, man. But yeah. I, I really think that does it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you That's ready it. to get out of here? Yes, sir. All right, guys. That was episode 257 of the Rising Ground Podcast. We'll see you guys back for the Thursday pod. It's been your boy, Roderick. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We out of here. All right. Let's go. I done came home with my zone, got these hoes in my phone, they really tryna kiss on my ace. I got a little hoe that been tryna do right with her nigga, but she said it's something about me. My mom and them told me to get out the street, but I can't. Nigga, I'm in too deep. I'm in your road in his eye, and I keep getting high. I can barely even stand on two feet. These little nigga funny, can't own to some money. I'm rocking all money, this shit ain't cheap. I'm with a snow bunny, she gon' eat that dick to the morning. Woke up, make up my briefs. I linked up with Bubba, threw me a few hundred, so I just said fucks when that shit on my feet. First day out the chain, bitch, I'm tryna change my AK from Spain. Don't think this shit sweet. I'm with celebrities, riding with Drake's and Pump, tryna get out there, Bobby and Whitney. I might just go hop out the coop. We black as a bitch, but you see me, I'm high than hippie. My niggas on beat, I walk around with a Satan. Don't get to go home till 2015. I know some killers in Eightwood, killer from Southside, killer that neighborhood 60. I know some hitters in Stop Six, hitters in Pilot. Niggas that trap in the north. I know some killers on West Side, Las Vegas Trail. Swing that stick like goat. Can't trust everybody, they won't see you down. Fake they like your fan, watch out for the hype. They can be deceiving, don't trust every bitch with a hand. Shit look just like salt. Red ass nigga, know you nigga gon' talk. First day, y'all fuck a hoe. 
when the loss. Hit my wood, but you better not call. Clean that pen, don't cover they coat. Kick a bitch out, make a walk like sauce. Kick a bitch out, make a walk like a motherfucking hobo. I'm serving white girl Jojo. Me and my niggas don't talk to the popo gang. I can't hold my zone, got these hoes in my phone today. Really trying to kiss on my ink. I got a little hoe that been trying to do right with her nigga. But she said it's something about me. My mom and them told me to get out the street, but I can't. Nigga, I'm in too deep. I'm in your road in his eye, and I keep getting high. I can barely even stand on two feet. These little niggas funny, can't hold to some money. I'm rocking all money. Girl, you look so good Don't know why you do Always change the vibe When I see you on my line Everybody praises The power in your phrases Feel it in my mind That you're so divine I feel the power If you give me one flower For the times you make my heart bloom I feed make garden for you We all see you living your truth So that is why I double tap When you bless us with your presence And I never take it lightly Cause time is of the essence Shorty